0: Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, uh, joined here by my co host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Oh, coffee's good.
1: <coughs> oh, fuck.
0: Man. Just the grossest ASMR imaginable on movies. Right. 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 Nature calls, oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: gross, gross uh, asmr <laughs>
1: just the sound of like I, no i'm sorry just the
0: throat clearing and fucking like <laughs> like I, i'm sure that exists and that's like a thing that people that relaxes some people but, oh my God. Uh, not one of them but yeah no for, um just
2: the opposite yeah, so. of like
0: cozy asmr is just just the sound of like bodily functions that you
1: never want to (laughs) hear but like
0: right into old man noises as you get up off the couch you know like just oh
1: oh just cracking my fucking arthritic (laughs) fucking
0: knuckles just for an hour to fall asleep (laughs) to (laughs) horrible horrible well we're off to a great start but yeah we have a we have a lot of a lot of stuff to get to this week um there is a lot of uh it's going to be very covid centric for at least the first part of it because we have a lot of just for like various stories of uh you know basically right now democratic mayors are just trying to kill as many of their citizens as possible in every major city um and that's you know obviously a side effect of the fact that most of these major mm-hmm. cities vote democratic cuz you know they tend to be at least you know more left minded than than uh more rural areas but the unfortunate side effect is that they don't give a fuck who they vote for and they vote for the most uh heinous right-wing cretins that have ever been unleashed on uh society uh and you look at some of these democratic mayors and democratic governors and the shit that they're trying to do and it's just um
1: it's not just beyond voting for black mayors that's that's not it
0: No, and of course, that's what, you know, that's what the media would paint it as, but, I mean, it's what it is is that just these candidates get foisted upon everybody, you know, during the primaries because nobody really votes during the fucking primaries in these cities, and, uh, you know, and then you get stuck with those candidates, and what are you going to do? I mean, that's that's what they've relied on for so many years. So what we have now is a situation where you have Lori Lightfoot at war with a fucking teacher's union i mean sounding like ronald reagan more and more every press conference that she gets, that she gives um we and- will
1: not relent it was, was was her tweet we will not relent not Right. relent in forcing teachers to to do only in-person schooling she right. says
0: as she as she as she tweet as she tweets from her fucking home office, which she's in because she's had COVID clearly for the last <laughs> week or so, and has been lying about it because it would have looked real bad so, in her fight uh, with the teachers.
1: Literally, I just biked past her house last night. We're fucking neighbors, as I've explained. We live like I think just under three quarters of a mile away from each other. Oh, wow, really close? Yeah, yeah. And of course, there's always like two uh, police department SUVs sitting out in front of her house idling their engines twenty-four seven to, you know, guard her or whatever. Uh and right. they hate her. Right. And right. and of course everyone on the left hates her. Um but it's it's like if we had this little kerfuffle this week where I, I was uh posting things on our Facebook page um regarding her and her just complete disregard of the concerns and precautions that ctu's like nobody in ctu wants to do remote teaching they know it sucks ass. right it fucking sucks and the, like the lack of interconnectivity of socialization like we get that nobody's trying to not connect with each other in person but there's a fucking deadly virus and people are like oh it's just a cold now like really i don't think
0: many people go to the hospital in record numbers for a fucking cold there are 140,000 people in the hospital right now with covid like that's in which is literally the highest it's ever been for the entirety of the pandemic so once again i mean if you're on the left and you're repeating that it's a cold thing you're just being a useful fucking idiot for capital because that's literally the only reason that narrative exists is so that people can you know, force you to work your fucking you know eight fifty an hour job as a cashier at TJ Maxx uh, with COVID because that that that's the only way they're going to keep their Wait, fucking how much is economy. TJ Maxx paying? i don't know, I'm just I'm just pulling it out of my head. But what that which is actually say, like oh, this sounds like a lot of money, actually. <laughs> right? Actually, right? It's a whole it's a whole dollar twenty five above minimum federal minimum wage.
1: All I got to do is pick up stuff off the floor and put it back on the rack. That's my whole job. <laughs>
0: God, TJ, that that's got to be a torturous fucking job. And like, if you, I don't know, I mean, so. Oh, I I'm mean, sorry, I
1: was confusing them with uh, Ross.
0: Ross, well it's just, I mean, it's they're all the same. <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, those stores are actually pretty good for like home goods and shit. Like, she, you get really good sheets mm. there for cheap because they have all you know. My, like, my
1: favorite headline. Stuff. Well, one of my favorite on the headlines was uh, uh, something about it was it was about Ross. It was like uh, you um shoppers can't tell if ross about to go out of business or doing like the best sales they've ever done (laughs) based on the appearance of the store itself right right. because there's just like fucking shit everywhere right stuff's falling over everything's on the ground like is is this the best sale ever or are, are they about to close for good
0: yeah no you get a lot of good cookware there too that's that's like that's the shit to go there for like if you're if you just moved into a new apartment or something that's Go there and just get a plate set for like thirty dollars, and you can get yeah. like you know eight eight sets of fucking dishes. Start doing that and
1: shit because like the like the way I fucking burn through pans, like like you get like carbonization on your pans. You get like a layer of like you just what, can't you not fucking use the right sp- tools for the nonstick, or what are you? uh no, it's just it's like you work at in restaurants long enough, you just you you burn through fucking kitchenware, and it's right, like right. I don't want to fucking scrub that shit, and if I scrub it hard enough to get it like. It, you know, all the carbonization off of it. I'm going to scrape off the fucking Teflon layer or whatever right, the fuck right. they put on that shit. And then it and gets in your food and then it's going to rust and then it's going to fucking rust. So it's like, right. like, you know, a good pan you're going to use all the time has a lifespan to it and it's going to like get fucked up eventually. <laughs> Sorry to say, but, um, yeah. Pans, how do they work? <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but yeah, legit if you have one of those near you, there you get like a <clears throat> really good non-stick pan for like 15-20, but yeah, good shit. But uh anyway, so no. But like but no, literally. I mean, that's the whole reason this whole narrative this exists.
1: podcast brought to you by iPan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but but that's why that talking point exists. And every fucking anti-vax leftist who is suddenly now best friends with Fauci and the CDC and the Biden administration Uh, Because they happen to be using their right-wing talking points now is just being a useful fucking idiot for capital. That's all you're doing because there's no scientific evidence uh, that it's more mild. That what they're citing is that overall, in any one individual, you know, on average, the symptoms tend to present more mildly on average. But that doesn't mean that it's not worse for society. You know, the thing that all those people are governing. Because it's exponentially more contagious than any strain we've seen of COVID before, which is why, you know, even if it is maybe more mild person to person, we're seeing hospitals, uh, hospitalizations rise across the board. It's literally the highest it's ever been throughout the entirety of the pandemic. We're actually seeing death rates rise up. Even the New York (laughs) Times reported on that, that our, our death rate is skyrocketing, you know, three weeks after the initial surge, like, always happens. This is what happens. Every time we have a surge is that they'll be like, oh, well, look, the death rates are down. And this is, you know, used to be Ted Cruz doing this. Now it's the fucking, you know, the center left media doing it to try to, you know, calm uh, fears for the market. But it's it always lags behind because it takes a long time for somebody to to die of COVID. You know, you fight it off. You go to the hospital, they treat you and then you die two or three weeks later. Like if you're in one of the groups that's at risk or if it's a particularly bad case. I don't
1: Which see the, how the food being less poisonous, but the portions being larger, is uh, uh, you know right. a, a failure here. Like that's that's progress, right? Isn't that progress? Right. Of course, of course. Look, less still, poison, but more of it. That's still all right. Five hundred million. Let's go, Biden right there's still 500
0: milligrams of cyanide in your oatmeal but instead of it being in one bowl it's now in a giant pot of oatmeal so you know (laughs) but you know you know we're still they're still gonna feed it to 15 you know 100 people but whatever it's it'll be fine listen Um, the the revolver still only
1: has one bullet but there's seven empty chambers instead of six now (laughs) what the fuck do you Marxists not get come on exactly like stop following these 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 big pharma propaganda fear mongering from the media
0: teachers union rhetoric bullshit what are you chinese right scientists virologists you know (sighs) propaganda um but but you see a lot of these talking points and out of like the fucking idiots like jimmy Dore, who now are he goes on his stream just yells about the Chicago Teachers Union, you know, wanting basic protections. As he sits in his home, fucking studio that he never has to leave if he doesn't want to. Um, his
1: garage, in his garage, literally <laughs> it's in his garage. His garage. garage. Right. I love it. It, it, you it, see the people he has on his show, and they're just like they're so like their faces look so embarrassed for him because they uh, can see whatever. exactly what he's become, right? But they're still just like, well, I'm on television, you know, or YouTube or whatever the fuck you call it. Right. Um, but like they're they're just like they they can see he's putting on an act and saying she doesn't really think you know he's he's just posturing um which is sad because you know like he used to be good
0: yeah he used to be good i I mean you know mostly good like he he would have his moments where i was like god like where you defended the fucking covington high school kids that the dickhead white racist kids that were like you know in the face of all the uh, indigenous protesters, like he defended those kids and then he defended written. I mean, I was already long off the fucking bandwagon before he started defending Kyle Rittenhouse, but that was a great indicator of uh, where his financial priorities started to lay. Um But in any event, um but
2: no, anyway, and, but, we're not here to
1: talk about Jimmy Dore. No, uh, no. And he but, started to, so, the teachers union has been, you know, they, they didn't, they were in negotiations back in August, furious negotiations for how to make the school safe, because they were concerned that, like, the ventilators or the, you know, the
0: <clears> the actual throat> ventilation throat> in the buildings is fucking 60 when, years yeah, old right.
1: and hasn't been updated. It was like, right. They had, like, machines to help circulate the air that were designed for, like, 10 kids to a room. And they're like, well, but we have 28 kids in this room. That's That's not fucking safe. Like, look at the math. The math says this is not going to be safe. So, this was back in August of last year, 2021. It's 2022 now. And the teachers' union was the only people who were, you know, fighting for the health of children. And the mayor was just like, shut up, go back to work. And right. now we have this huge spike. And the mayor still shut up and go back to work. Um, you know teachers who didn 't want to do remote learning but were like, "Look it's not fucking safe we 're not showing up to class and were trying to teach their kids remotely, which the kids already knew how to do. log in, you do your thing, and the mayor locked them out of their online teaching portals so right. that 's why the hashtag lockout Laurie was trending uh, last week." <clears throat> Because the teachers wanted to work, but they wanted to work safely. And the mayor said, no, I'm not going to let you come to work remotely or in person. Right. So people were, uh, you know, I posted this thing on uh, this comic strip uh, on our Facebook page. I forget who, who drew it, but it was great. But it was like, oh, my God, we got the kids out of the building before the school before it burned down. Wow, it's so great. We saved the kids. Well. We should probably put the kids back in the building. <laughs> and it's, it's like two ducks talking to each other. I don't know why the right, artists drew right. ducks, but like, but, but the building's still on fire. Like, yeah, but think about how much it costs to not put them back in the building. <laughs> and right. That's it, it went what we're doing viral. Right it went viral and it got uh, close to th- 2000 likes on it, but also got so many, like somebody must've shared this to some MAGA chud right wing troll group. Cause it went fucking, they went nuts and they, it, it's so funny when right wingers comment, because you just, you get like the craziest, like slice of, of just like, what are they, what are they just seeing? Pure what unfiltered they, brain worms. Brain? Like. What is in their brain? <laughs> it, it, you know, and, and you realize like how much liberals just like cater to it and don't, right. like they can't tell the difference either you know and because everyone could there was at least i turned off comments i turned off the commenting and of course our inbox filled up with people saying like you're cowards and i was just like cry harder bitch (laughs) um (laughs) but it was just people saying oh the left can't meme i'm like that's not a meme it's a comic strip Do you know the difference the left can't meme that's still not a meme it's a comic strip what the fuck are you talking about and it just so finally somebody actually uh commented that uh the teachers union is more powerful than the mayor, the mayor that they hate. Right. Like right, they hate Lori Lightfoot. But the thing they hate more than Lori Lightfoot is a, a teacher's union being more powerful than the mayor, because they still respect authority to, the, to that point. Right.
2: Right. So still I just. Are I,
0: bootleggers, but.
1: Oh, of course. Of course. Like they they hate. Lori Lightfoot because she's black. Because she's black and a today, Democrat,
0: despite the fact that she agrees with every one of their favorite politicians' oh, policies, economic 200,
1: 290 million dollars to the police department that should have gone right. that was our COVID money that was our COVID money that right. should have gone that was to there sure the to schools upgrade
0: fucking schools right yeah unreal
1: coffee um, break there sorry so I posted um on our Facebook page I just I just wrote as a post uh, I mean I guess it's. You know, whatever. It's like a tweet, but it's on Facebook. What do you call it if you just write words on Facebook? Um, I just I just posted the words. Uh, teacher uh, teachers unions should absolutely be more powerful than the mayor. And a guy named Phil Hendry. I don't know where this guy's politics lie, because this his response to it, his comments. Is this the Russia guy? He he wrote. Phil Henry wrote. What part of Russia does this right-wing troll garbage originate from? Or are you at Mar a Lago? This page is anti-vax, anti-public health, and anti-progressives. Progressives
0: <laughs> with an S. So he's he's a, he's a center-left democratic. Uh, I I I, look, I was I kind of Facebook stalked him. He hosts like a talk show, like on a local AM radio. Station, but he's like a Democrat, but but like you know in the in the in the traditional sense of the word. So he's just some old fucking like you know center left crank who thinks that he's like the the like you know half a step away from Karl Marx, but he's really you know half a step away from Ronald Reagan. Our Facebook avatar, our our little
1: profile pic, is the hammer and sickle, but the sickle or not the sickle, the hammer part is is a fucking vaccination syringe. (laughs) <laughs> and and it, it's it. I changed it to fucking sort of lightly troll all these fucking right wing trolls. But he commented after I changed that, right? So it's it's like literally, he thinks that we're right wing, anti vax, anti public health, anti progressive. I mean, I'm anti progressive because I'm a communist, right? Right, but <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> but I just don't understand how. Um, Where did you get how- that?
2: Right, we're, like, we're, we're,
0: like, right. That's what I don't understand. Like, there are certainly anti-vax people commenting on this page because we we enraged the fucking lunatics every time we you know say something.
1: And it wasn't but the that's...
0: only post he commented on. He did the same sh- shit on like
1: another post that was w- that was pro-union that I posted, and he was like, "This is a Russia page." Right. But, <laughs> I saw that. So wait, you think you're you're a fucking Democrat, but you're so anti-union? That if you hear anything that's pro union and anti Lori Lightfoot, you immediately default to oh that's that's right wing Russia propaganda. Right, right, because right. it's you know I mean the civil rights movement that was that was completely uh, a a Soviet uh, psyop, right? right. Martin right, Luther King, course.
0: fucking communist. <laughs> like what? What Just pa- the fucking the brainworms it takes to 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 buy into that obvious fucking CIA narrative is unfucking real to me. This is
1: we're going to get into this when we talk about Hillary Clinton and her uh 2024 electoral comeback, but this is what they do. there's there's so much right-wing propaganda in the Democrat party that it, these people see anything that is pro worker and they go oh this is right-wing <laughs> right wing propaganda right so like, what what the fuck are you talking about despite the fact that Who i'm sure he,
0: he materially benefited from the actual pro worker you know position pro worker uh culture that existed when he was young cuz he this guy looked like he was a boomer uh, that was completely eroded by the time you know Reagan was finished. Oh, it's, it's just his skin routine is eroded. The guy looked fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just the, you know it, it really is just the the amount of casual anti-communism and the 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 massive propaganda campaign, you know, during the Cold War on uh, everybody it really it worked fucking wonders because everyone from that generation, almost to a man, you know for the most part, is just rabidly anti-communist no matter how left they are you know how matter how left they you know purport to be and it's just it, it, we really need to take it back so
1: Man, i think i'm
2: gonna start everyone referring to this everyone, to the everyone except for michael perenti
1: i swear um so a friend of the show savannah uh who's been on the show before and whenever she's on twitch she always gives us a shout out which is awesome yeah A friend cool. savannah who works at um I forget the name of the bookstore. It's in L.A. It's she.
0: Uh, she, she opened it, right? She is part of the, like the people that opened it.
1: Yeah, I want to.
2: I'll, I'll
1: look it up while you're talking. But yeah, look oh. it up real quick. But they had Michael Parenti come to their bookstore and and do a reading there. And uh, the guy's 88 years old, and he's like, if if Bernie was like the Bernie we wish we had, right? He That's would be Michael, Michael Parenti, the guy who defended communism under Stalin. Didn't defend Stalin, but defended communism under Stalin.
0: Right. It's, by the way, it's called All Power Books it's on four, uh, 4874 West Adams Boulevard in LA. So if you're in okay. that area, go check it out. Well, actual... They've been doxxed now. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. she po-
1: so, so Savannah, our, our friend who's been on our podcast before, uh, posted pictures of her with. Michael Parenti, who like you don't even know if he's still alive anymore, then you see a picture and like, oh my god, he, Michael Parenti's still alive.
0: <laughs> yeah. He has pretty and bad he's, dementia, he's, so I mean, he's still
1: out he's like doing, doing okay. shit too, and his adorable little hat, right? Um, so yeah, just just amazing how easy it is to defend something that is good um, if you know about it, whereas all these other people are just like, well, my parents had to flee communism uh, under Castro. You know, and we I'll never, we'll never get plantation. that sugar plantation
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I really think we should actually lean more explicitly into the communist branding because it's just, it. it, it the only thing that's ever going to combat this kind of rabid anti-communism is a more uh, more understanding of actual communist theory and acceptance of it from our, uh, our and younger generation. So
2: I, I think yeah. we should, we well, should start it, rebranding. The hilarious
1: thing is, like, if you explain what the Paris Commune was... And why it happened and what it did, everyone agrees with it. And it's like, okay, so you support the Paris Commune, but yet you oppose communism. They're right. like, what? I didn't know that's where the word comes from. It's but like, Russia. yes, communism. Right. It's, it's fu- <laughs> like, you don't. And the shit that Paris Commune was all about was like, hey, maybe the rent should be affordable. Hey, maybe we should have <laughs> a separation of church and state. Hey maybe we shouldn't have child labor. Like those were all things that like were not legal or were not things that existed yet in Paris in the 1870s. And, and the, yeah. the, they're all things that are normal now or things that we're still aspiring to. <laughs> things that we
0: we all agree is is should be the norm at least, you know. Yeah. I mean rent's still
1: not affordable, but <laughs> right, of course. Fucking.
0: Um but no I, and and you know and of course I think a lot of the issue is that the two big modern examples that people cite of communism which are kind of hilarious are china and russia and you know i think china for all of its flaws uh its flaws are all related to capitalism like everything that's wrong with china i could point to being a a a side effect of the fact that capitalism is infected. It like it's infected every other country. Oh, like there's so much pollution and many. Yeah. Cause they're making the sh- bullshit that we buy from them. Like it's not that that's not communism. That's, that's causing this record pollution. It's the capitalist demand for extremely cheap, uh, goods and services made by, you know, underpaid labor. Like that's, how hilarious that's to me how communism,
1: all the people who are rabid capitalists who, uh, you know, try to try to frame it as like a mom and pop thing. Capitalism is about you know working hard to get you know, and it's it's never that. Um, right. It's about working know, for that small they, business they, that's going to underpay you. China, but you know we get all of our shit from China because the 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 wealthiest nation in the world depends on the the labor of the largest, most successful. Communist nation in the world with right. China's are we still has most favored trading nation status with the United States, right, because we don't want to pay for stuff. We, we're just like, I want everything for free and cheap. And I don't, you know, don't care who it exploits.
0: Right. And they and you know, in like you look at their um approach to COVID and everyone's like, Well look at how and meanwhile, you know, we've talked about the numbers before on the show. China's had, you know, f- like under six thousand recorded uh deaths from COVID nineteen since the start <laughs> do, of the pandemic. You see the fucking headline? I don't know who
1: it was like Newsweek or Time <laughs> yeah I don't, out yeah. last week. It was China is curing cancer but at what costs right. <laughs> right right right
0: That's 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 what they some, said about COVID. Some like
1: worry that china is curing cancer too quickly
0: was <laughs> was literally the word they said right and, and it's fucking hilarious it's like uh, yeah well but they have lockdowns like first of all we've never actually had a lockdown in this country even though you know people cr- cry and scream that you know the lockdowns killed businesses we, we really never had a real lockdown in this country we had like two weeks where like you could like you couldn't go to fucking applebee's and get your your shrimp shooters or whatever for fucking you know um but other than that there was no actual like you know lockdown in this country and in china what they do is periodically when cases start to go up uh they they do lockdowns of non-essential uh functions which you know does not mean that your you know businesses are open they it just means that like if you need to go to the hospital it's open or if you need to you know whatever but they they do periodic lockdowns where which are pretty strict for like two weeks um and the government i mean surprise of all surprises i the horror of this sends you uh food and supplies so that you don't have to leave your house like they say here here's a big box of free shit because this is we know as a government that our job is to protect society and this is how we protect society by providing you what you need to survive this period that we're that we're telling you that you should stay home so that we don't you know infect half the fucking country with uh this deadly virus like that's actually it's, 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 a much more humane way to do it and much less destructive joke about
1: um you know in in china they if you're convicted of a crime they'll execute you and then charge your family from the for the bullet right and it's it's just like once again it's it's like a thing that is completely not true of china but is true of the united states um yeah so yeah it's just it's it's like the the everything 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 to a to letter that i hear people you know empty empty China, food aisles yeah. in America. Constantly seeing pictures of of you know can't keep up with food production in the richest nation in the world and then people post that shit and they're like what is this Cuba? It's like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like no that's fuck that's Florida actually. That's the place that all you idiots fucking fled to, you morons. Yeah, like Cuba is the country where they have all the
1: food on the shelves but they only have three different kinds of chips instead of 500 different kinds of chips. Right. So, well, and, and
0: you saw that article the other week about the about the Chinese lockdowns where the, the woman posted a picture of the food box, which was full of food, full of produce and rice and all this shit. And they're like, this is what Chinese residents have to subsist on when their state uh, enforces mandatory lockdowns. And it was like all fresh fucking food that was totally free and sent to their house. That would just be a fucking
1: app in America. That would be like an app that you subscribe to.
0: Fucking right, you know, and pay a hundred dollars,
1: you know, every two weeks to get shit shipped. Meal either. kit, we call it a meal kit and charge you double <laughs> what the food actually costs here in this right. country, and it gets delivered to you, and you gotta
0: pay for it. In China, they just give that shit to you for free. But it was just so funny that that the way she phrased (laughs) it, like, they subsist. I was like, oh, wow, that would be really nice to subsist on free fucking food. You know, that would be pretty uh, fucking awesome that a government actually. So down the street from me, there's a a, like a fucking junkie hotel, like
1: a little junkie hotel. And I I carry a knife with me at all times um, because I've uh, just walking past it to get to my grocery store. I've been accosted by irate junkies. Right, and um, it's it's so icy here in Chicago. Like the sidewalks are just so fucking covered in ice because we had like freezing rain a few nights ago, and until today it's been single digit temps. Yeah, it was horrible Um, yesterday. So it it just it's like there's our hospitals in Chicago are inundated with COVID and people who have fallen on the ice and like broken (laughs) their legs and arms and sprained shit, and they can't get like into the hospital like they're sitting there in the waiting room for 14 hours
0: trying not to catch covid from all the other
2: covid because, people because
1: chicago doesn't do anything to remove snow and ice from the sidewalks and we've also got the alleys and that's even worse there but so i'm walking past this fucking junkie hotel and two days in a row i've seen the the same guy just like laying down sleeping in like the doorway slash Kind of lobby slash hallway mm. of this place, right? And I'm I'm just kind of like, oh well, I'm glad he's staying warm. Like that's All like right. like my only fucking thought is like I'm just glad that guy's you know laying face down on the floor inside instead of outside because like <laughs> like I said up until today, it's been like between seven degrees and twelve degrees. Yeah, for a week. I was right? eight
0: degrees here yesterday. I was it was fucking miserable absolutely fucking miserable
1: right right and it's just it's insane that you know like riding my bike around because i'm an insane person who rides his bike in the winter just for fun right. um that i'll see fucking homeless people curl up in a ball on, under an overpass and i'm just like do i stop and like help like what do i do Right. How do I make this sure, like, I need to do something to make sure this person does not die from freezing to death in the richest country on earth?
0: Right, right. It, it, it's And that's, again, you know, for any flaw you can come up with about China... Uh, and and again, I'm not even including Russia current day in this discussion because Russia is not a communist country anymore. They, you know, the, the U.S. did everything in their power to According break the According to backs. our Facebook page, they are right. They're well, that's true. They're,
1: they're fucking far left communism, right. and they're also uh, also right wing Donald Trump
0: right vladimir uh, putin the fucking far right maniac <laughs> in charge of russia is is totally a communist that that makes sense um yeah but but no i mean at the end of the day for all of china's flaws it's still a government that was created and a and a system of economics and governance that was created you know in service of the people in service of the community in service of the commune in rather than in service of uh capital fucking money like that's not their primary focus so that you know you know regardless of who happens to be in power at the time the government's job is still to take care of its people and that's something that china fundamentally understands that the u.s will never you know that'll never happen in the u.s and it doesn't care if bernie sanders was president i think it would be a lot better certainly if bernie was president but at the end of the day, we're still in the, we're still in this fucking shit sandwich of a country no matter who is running it until we destroy this entire system. Hey, at least of there's governance. a sandwich, right? <laughs> right, at least we have a sandwich, god. Um, at least we have our it's choice, character. freedom of choice it's of shit sandwiches. Bruce, Bruce Willis
1: he said it in in
0: fast food anki you know eating a little shit <laughs> builds character it does, it does. so yeah a, a couple more things while we're on the on the subject of covid and shitty mayors. so eric adams you know for a couple of things with him and being in the news oh. now, yeah he's like on the the worst mayor of all time speed run like i have never seen anyone in office for so little time who's done so many shitty things and has exposed himself as like the biggest right-wing corrupt moronic fucking I mean, look he's, a, look, he's a former NYPD cop for like 20 years or whatever. He's a fucking idiot at to his core. I mean, cops are, are, are fucking more. Are marons. all cops landlords or are all landlords cops? I can't tell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But he certainly loves him as landlords because this week, you know, there was this horrific fire in Brooklyn at this apartment. Uh, 19 people died. I think, you know, many more were injured, but 19 people uh, lost their life because of a faulty space heater um which is all it's reported on and nobody ever how does that even happen well because what happens is you know nobody ever gets to the next step which is well why is it so cold in your apartment which you're paying for which is legally obligated to be heated by the landlord that you need a space heater and you know space heaters are dangerous They are fucking dangerous you knock them over they can start a fire, you know, like the, the, the I mean,
1: course. they're supposed to stop working if you even pick them up.
0: <laughs> yeah. But there's so, like the cheap ones are, I mean, but, look, they're, no, 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 but, but when, I, when I say, how does this even happen? I
1: mean, like how did 19 people die in a structure fire? Why weren't there? I mean, smoke alarms. That's a thing that by law, the fucking landlord has to, I'm sure it
0: was not up to code. Right. I'm sure every there were few not.
1: months. Right. So smoke alarm goes off that Everyone wakes up and gets out of the building.
0: Right. So, you know, it clearly turns that out, didn't happen. No. And it turns out, you know, they looked into this landlord and he has multiple uh, complaints against him, you know, filed complaints for for no heat complaints, meaning that he's not providing adequate heat or the heating system is Who broken. Who you file that complaint with? Uh, this, I don't know what department of the city, probably the Department of Housing, you know, whoever 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 polices that, but clearly is not actually policing it, you know, to any satisfactory. Right level um and he's had multiple it's complaints it's
1: carjacking it. so no one gives a shit right the police right. won't do shit about it hey my no,
0: landlord not having is, heat's not going to show up on the ring video app as like yeah. look at this <laughs> look at- like you call nine one one and say hey
1: the landlord's not heating my apartment and they go what the fuck are we supposed to do like, right. well you
0: arrest my landlord right and take him to jail for well no we don't do that Right, yeah. Mao, Mao knew what to fucking do about landlords that didn't provide heating, like he fucking knew. Um, but no, so that's... Fucking murdered them. Right, exactly. So um, so that happened, right? And obviously, you know, you think Eric Adams would come out and be like, oh, well, this is such a tragedy and we're going to find out who's responsible. Turns out, the guy who's responsible, the landlord that owns this building, is on Eric Adams' transitioning team uh, heading up the housing aspect of his transition, which is just i mean again he he's just so comically corrupt like it, and it's even that he knew that that was going to happen but it's just so funny that he's so comically corrupt and tied in with like the worst people imaginable that yeah of course the guy who's building burnt down and killed 19 people is on his fucking transitioning team heading up the housing department like it, it it's just and and he went down and did a press conference and said you know we, we, we the real important thing is that people need to learn how to close doors when they flee a building because that's that's the real that's what helped fire spread like it did, no nothing mentioned no mention of the fact that the building wasn't adequately heated I mean uh, such I a, saw
1: something about that they were supposed to be self closing doors
0: to prevent fire and the doors didn't close well yeah, that's the thing is most own, apartment buildings have self closing doors that. Like I, most apartments I lived in when I was younger had like doors that would close, you know, like on their own. You'd have to be careful not to lock yourself out because they yeah. would like. But but that's still like uh, the fucking the self
1: closing little mechanism, the little piston, little fucking air thing, whatever the fuck you call it. They wear away after time. They break. They yeah, fucking I've, break.
0: I've, I've replaced them. They they you wear fucking, away. They just
1: the, the The fucking wind breaks that shit. Because you'll open spring, the door, so I mean, yeah, it the wind wear. catches it, and the fucking, you know, screws that hold it to the thing will break. And the door right. still opens and closes, but the little piston that makes the door close on its own breaks. Because right. it's not stronger than the kind of fucking wind we have in our new Or it climate rusts, change or it, you know.
0: Right, it, it it's right. very easy. I've replaced them at work before. It's very easy it's, to break it's and it's very
1: easy to fix too if you pay right. for
0: it. Which landlords are like, "Ah, eh, where can I cut corners?" Or or learn to do it your fucking self if you're such a cheap fuck. Like I've literally I taught myself to do it in about 15 minutes at work one day because it's pretty simple if you have a a basic understanding of how to, you know, screw and unscrew a set of hinges, but yeah. Th- yeah, landlords are the, sh- the cheapest, stupidest people just, imaginable. Just walk around with
1: a cock gun and just caulk everything that you see that's broken. That's <laughs> right. That's the solution. Cock gun and
0: a giant tub of white paint. Just landlord <laughs> white. <laughs> just paint over right? everything. The Light guy switches. on cable
1: TV who's rowing around in a, c- a clear fucking transparent
0: rowboat that's just like, hey, you can just slash some of this shit on it. And it's like, whatever the f- <laughs> fuck. Yeah. If only I, the I Titanic felt- had that guy around, he could have just slapped I a big used piece of I use this shit to
1: dye my beard black. <laughs>
0: just rolling around fucking oh, snaps the
2: thing out of thing
0: um, but, no, but so yeah so this guy is on Eric Adams' transition team so don't hold your breath if you're one of the families of the 19 people that died or the people who lost your home presumably that lived in the I building mean, that it's, it's gonna be not, done not as though
1: it. Eric Adams would make the same mistake twice in appointing somebody who should be nowhere near the position you know it's not as though he appointed his own brother uh, to be the deputy police commissioner of the city of new york (laughs) no
0: no not at all there's no there's no 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 nepotism or corruption to worry about there no no concern with the fact that he's named a bunch of people um and 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 also his deputy mayor just you know not even the police commission portion but the deputy mayor he named uh an ex-cop who uh is uh, embroiled in a corruption scandal like literally is personally involved in a corruption scandal that's separate from his brother so that guy uh, he, he's just surrounding himself with the most corrupt evil fucking people on earth. And it's just, again, he's on a speed run to become just like a Batman villain as the fucking mayor of New York. And you hear him talk on TV and you see why, because he's literally the stupidest man alive. Like I, I have a clip of him from, uh, I think it was CNN. It was one of the, you know, it was CNN cause it was, it was Jake Tapper. Um, so it, it God, it's I hate clip. his voice. Yeah, it's, it's he's so smarmy. <laughs> such a smarmy dickhead. It's so um, it's it's just so nasally. Like I right like, Tapper right is yeah he's yeah. such a smarmy dickhead. Um, so this is a clip because again, Eric Adams like Lori Lightfoot is just you know completely ignoring teachers' safety concerns and you know Do the safety concerns. Black mayors is that our problem? Obviously, obviously cool. that's the case. Which <sighs> and, and you know again for people that are that don't understand the game yet. The Democratic Party puts forth black mayors, you know, gay mayor, any mayor that has something other than their straight, cis, white male, because then they get to use that as a as a bludgeon when you criticize those obviously corrupt, obviously evil fucking capitalist douchebags um to say though well obviously you just hate women or obviously you just well, hate black people this or obviously is why you just hate representation
1: matters because you can use it as a
0: cudgel <laughs> right that's a rep- right exactly that's why representation matters so here's eric adams on cnn and they and he's asked about you know hey um you know it's pretty logical if you want all these teachers and all these students to go back in the school why don't you just provide them all with tests so that they can test themselves every morning before they go to make sure that they're not going and infecting their classmates and their teachers and their relatives et cetera. Et cetera. Here's his answer. Wouldn't mandated weekly testing for students, teachers, faculty be the safest way to keep the schools open? Why are you not doing that?
3: Because ideally that would be the safest place, safest way to do it. But you know what would happen? I don't want to lose some of my children. And the way we are doing it now, we are being successful in keeping down the rates low and if we reach that moment that we have to uh, have that mandatory testing, then we'll evaluate that again with our medical professionals. But I need my children in school, and any barrier to do that, I believe, is more harmful than helpful.
0: You can't know who has COVID if you don't test anybody. He, he's too stupid to not say that out loud. He's too stupid to not say out loud that we don't want to test them because we know they're all going to be positive, and then they'll have to stay home. Uh, w- what does he even mean when he says i don't want to lose my children like well, is he talking he, about uh,
1: like a, a fucking the court taking away his kids because he didn't fucking pay child
0: support what is he talking about right it, so his personal his his personal kids his his personal that's a weird phrase but his his own kids are all adults so he's not even talking about them being in school but he I, he does this all the time he says my my teachers my cops my he thinks oh, he's the I, fucking I king of new york he thinks he's the are that. That, his that subjects fucking, that that kind
1: of like misplaced paternalism disgusts right. me right and it, it's like at the core of like any man who really wants to have kids right like his own children like because because a normal guy has to be dragged kicking and screaming into fatherhood no <laughs> no normal man wants children right like if you're a normal guy and you this have kids eggs. it's because <laughs> like your your fiance or your wife's you know, sisters and mother, like, he relented down and was like, this is what she wants. This is what you need to do. And we're here to help you with that, but you need to do this. You need to knock her up. And and a normal guy will be like, "Ah, fine, (laughs) but no normal man wants children. You have to be like an extremely insecure control freak to want children as a man. Now, if you're a woman and you want kids, that's totally fucking normal. I'm not saying that's abnormal. I'm saying as a man, when you When you refer to people as your kids even if they are or aren't or your' like what that's just so disgusting to me, and it's such like a the mindset of a person like that is so abhorrent um and the fact that he's doing it to actually pretend i don't think it's safe right but he's actually you know he's actually putting them in danger by saying well we don't want to test them and find out if they're sick because well then they couldn't come to school it's like yes (laughs) they couldn't come to school where they would infect other people
0: who would then get sick and potentially die you fucking moron (laughs) we're keeping the rates down yeah you're keeping the rates down by not testing anybody i mean he's so stupid because that what he said is the truth like that's what they all believe and they all fundamentally understand but that's what they're biden administration is trying like hell not to say is that you know well can't test everyone if no tests are available if you can't buy any rapid tests anywhere you can't test anybody um that's that's what they're effectively trying to do with their policy because it looks really bad that the numbers are literally you know fucking launching into the oh, stratosphere it, it, but it's
1: sky if you could show people in march of 2020 what the numbers are right now oh god they would have four times higher They'd be Four digging bunkers in their,
0: in their backyards to fucking, like, bomb shelters to, like, never leave if they knew that back then. Um, it's insane. Yeah. It, I mean, remember, but,
1: they, pre- they predicted there would be multiple waves, but each wave would get, con- like, consecutively
0: less they used less to say. bad <laughs> right
1: yeah it would be like aftershocks they get smaller and smaller and instead they've just got bigger and bigger well so i'm trying to find the fucking graph here
0: well they rely they relied on the the spanish flu but it's not at all the same type of 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 virus it's not strictly a respiratory virus and that's the the, the folly of using that because it was such a they thought it was such a good one-to-one example but it was only a good one-to-one example in that it affected the entire country and the populace had to affect their behavior, but it was not a good one-to-one example in terms of the actual virus itself, because COVID is not like any virus we've ever seen. It's not like the flu. It's not like a cold. It affects not just your respiratory tract, but your circulatory system, your organs, your, it, it affects almost brain. every, every, your fucking brain. It literally causes uh long-term lasting damage in, in some percentage you know and that's the thing that they don't talk about like with long covid they're saying it could be as many as 10 to 30 percent of people who have had covid will end up with long-term disability from getting covid for one you know week or however long you have well, covid what was You'll- the uh,
1: what was the name of that m night Shyamalan movie where all the plants are trying to kill us and mark Wahlberg's like you know the dummy who has oh god to- um <laughs> fuck the yeah <laughs> This is just oh, this is fucking this is nature trying no, to reset no, the clock. The I swear, is this is just like, well, if we can't kill all the humans, can we at least make them dumber, even dumber than they already are? Can we have a? Can we just manufacture a virus that will wipe out ten percent of the planet and leave thirty percent even fucking stupider than they already are?
0: Right. right? No. That's, absolutely. That's
1: nature's plan. I found the the chart here, the graph here, that um. So yeah, the highest peak we had prior to right now was just after the holidays last year, January of 2021, uh, we spiked at 250,000 new cases per day, right? That's per day. 250,000 new cases per day in January of 2021. Right. Currently. Right now, January of 2022, we are at 650,000
0: new cases per day. Yeah. And there's 1.4 million recorded yesterday because they had a little bit of a weekend backlog. But that's also <laughs> with only 44 states reporting because some right. states just stop reporting their numbers because they're could, so bad. Right. And if, if this was China,
1: where they could test, uh, you know, a billion people in one day because they literally have done, which probably. they've done, um, the they they fucking they had a i don't remember the name of the city in china but they had a a city that has the population of new york and chicago combined uh you know just millions and millions of people and they tested all of them in six hours yeah just
0: just because they did it right because they said (laughs) don't leave your house we're going to come around we're going to test you real quick and we're going to leave and like that's and they have a bunch of people and they throw a bunch of money at it. it
1: Not because they, you know, went door to door with guns saying, you know, we're going to stab you with the thing and test your. That's because everyone there understands the the shared value of community. Right. That it's in the best public interest of everyone to watch out for each other's health, which is completely antithetical to the individualist American mindset we have.
0: Right, right. By the way, it was the, the, the terrible movie was called The Happening. I, was, I couldn't remember, but I, I yeah. looked. W- worst Mark Wahlberg acting there's... performance in a long string of them. Oh, so that's but really but He was such stuff. a
1: hostage on that movie. He even, like, there's, there's video footage of this. He confronted M. Night Shyamalan on the set and said, like, this scene makes no fucking sense. And I don't even remember what the scene was, but he was like, "Like just logically, this if I knew this, sense. I wouldn't be doing that. And then that Shyamalan was like, had to admit, like, yeah, I know it makes no sense, but it's just okay. Whatever. And it's like, Mark, did you not read the script before you got there? Like, no, what are you he doing? Doesn't read, he
0: doesn't read scripts. He doesn't read <laughs> any script. His agent hands him a stack of like, like pseudo fucking, you know, right wing, just patriotic garbage, and then oh, man. a bunch of other soft sci fi fluff. And he's like, Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> whichever, whichever fifteen pay the most, that'll be my next two years of. uh Hey, does it take a place in Boston that I'm in, faggot? <laughs> <laughs> right, basically. God, i oh keep saying it, that oh,
1: movie God. he did about the boston marathon bombing was was such a good movie in that it so accurately depicted how much the police despise civil rights
0: right so good. i didn't see it but i, I can only imagine because, it, but i'm sure amazing. that they don't realize that that's a bad thing they probably portray that as like this is oh this is awesome that we kicked a bunch of doors down and rolled tanks down the streets of residential boston uh you know looking for this oh one guy God uh that fucking but no so and
1: and i've mentioned this before but like i was watching the live stream of the news in boston oh yeah when they caught that guy because it it was a week it was exactly a week it was like monday to friday that that manhunt was going on they they caught that kid well they killed the one brother caught the other one bleeding to death in the
0: boat well they're right they shot the shit out of the boat and then they they apprehended him or whatever right and despite you
1: know total police state rolling tanks down the street and shooting rubber bullets at people who, you know, dared to look out their window. Um, people, once they caught this guy started celebrating in the streets and I was watching this live feed of the news and the minute that people were like celebrating in the street, fucking cops started pointing their guns at people's faces saying, get the fuck out of the street. Yeah. yeah. And the newscaster, the person broadcasting was like, uh, did he just and then it like cut, like the producer <laughs> was ear stopped him because yeah. they started like reacting to the police returning back to their normal state of, of you know, enforcing terror on the public right. for for simply standing in the street and celebrating the fact that the police caught the pu- fucking public is celebrating you, police. And right, that fucking idiots, <laughs> it's. And
0: then, But you could see, like, the media just instantly was like, oh, but, 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 cut
2: away, cut away, cut away, cut away, cut away. <laughs> Enough Don't of that. Now.
0: Th- well, I remember watching that, like, like, like everyone else. Like, that felt like the first time since, like, almost since, like, 9 where everyone was just glued to, like, watching cable news or whatever local news, you know, whatever was carrying, like, full coverage of that because it was such a fucking bizarre occurrence to just watch, like. And I remember CNN had, like, people on the ground, and it was just so funny because they were so hapless and out of their depth because they had never actually reported on like real news before like you have fucking don lemon like roaming the fucking streets of suburban boston like oh i, th- I think i heard something over here behind the but like literally with a camera guy following him and like a cop comes around points a gun at them get the fuck out of here and it's like oh sorry we'll we'll go I, over here like that was like literally so what cnn's coverage was um, but yeah, it was just, I remember watching this and being like, what a fucking nightmare. Like you have cops literally rolling t- and then people are like, well, what do you want them not to do that? I'm like, yeah, I mean, if it means like we live in a fucking military, you know, military occupied fucking city, I don't think that that's necessarily, you know, a good trade off for finding one guy who probably was not going to do anything else. after. And they that. didn't even find him. You know who found him? The, the homeowner
2: that was, was like, the "Hey, there's a guy who owned the boat."
1: Exactly. <laughs> the the rolling the tanks down the fucking streets, going door to door with the fucking SWAT team, pointing L- like literally, at people like yeah, kicking did people's not doors in do shit. It was purely a flex. It was purely right. a flex to say, "Look how tough and strong we are." To do nothing other than to terrorize our own citizens, right. and that's all we know how to do,
0: right? Right. And that's all we know how to do. Um, but so yeah, and, and you know, just back onto the Eric Adams thing, I, I just he, he's just too dumb for fucking this job like it, it, it's gonna be funny it's can gonna we, be real funny six andrew years, or four
2: years. <laughs>
1: can we get andrew yang back
0: right speaking of people <laughs> that just do not know how to interact with other human beings in the social setting uh andrew yang fucking just what 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 a i would say what a bullet we dodged there but i mean it's eric adams might be even fucking worse
2: um Did you
1: see
0: how andrew yang was like yeah the democrat primary rigged the fucking shit
1: out of bernie 2016 right I like it. that's not true and i was like. Ugh. Andrew Yang, stop trying to redeem yourself in my eye.
0: <laughs> right, right it's like but even that idiot can fucking see. um but, but because he kind of got like this not the same treatment but similarly dismissed from you know from the kind of mainstream of the democratic party even though he did a lot better than like the the fucking john delaney's of the world who got all of yeah. the the perks of running as a democrat um so he even he well, well, fucking Yang broke that. the
1: cardinal rule of of uh democrat discourse and that he tried to start a third party <laughs> which you're right, not right. Allowed right.
0: To do. Oh, no. now, yeah you're forever fucking he, For that
1: one, Bernie, even bless his heart, is just like, Nope, no third parties, never gonna do it, never gonna do it,
0: right? Which honestly, he's the one guy that could have done it and actually maybe won. But what are you gonna do? It's because he he started out that way and spent 10 years
1: spinning his wheels, getting nowhere, trying to do. I know, I know,
0: but 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 where he was, I think he he did, he just you know, and again, obviously, we're not gonna rehash 2016, but he actually was in a position, it was such a unique uh election that he probably could have siphoned off 35% of the votes and that would have pulled enough away from both of them that he might have actually edged them out like 35 to 30 to 27 or whatever, you know? We can't do that here. That's a thing you do in Canada or right.
1: Britain. <laughs> you, don't,
0: right. you don't do that in America. Right. Um, uh. But so, and you know, what you hear out of these idiots, uh, you know, now who are on the left uh, and in the Democratic Party who are now you know linking arms with the with the jimmy doors of the world is like oh well this is actually going to be the new normal better to let it rip through us and you know let it become endemic despite the fact that you know that's not at all what's happened with it so far it's it's you know completely it, it every new wave of covid and every new variant uh completely uh evades the immunity that was developed by the previous variant so there's no evidence whatsoever that it is going to become endemic, meaning, you know, just like the flu or like the cold, that's just, you know, around and it infects a, you know, small to middle-sized <clears throat> population but it won't be severe. Like, every variant of COVID has shown that that's not uh, the case, that it mutates at a much more unpredictable rate and um, in a much more unpredictable fashion. So I actually have this interesting thread from uh, Dr. Angela Rasmussen, who's actually a virologist, not like a... Rasputin? Russian! Right? Russian! <laughs> right uh no angela rasmussen uh like the news agency i don't think there's a relation but um i imagine that's like smith in 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 russia or germany or wherever the fuck she's you know but she's actually a virologist uh at uh university of saskatchewan in canada um that was a good pearl
1: Jam album by the way virology (laughs)
0: no. <laughs> oh man some record store near me had a fucking original pressing of that on vinyl i wanted to get it was like oh, seventy bucks. I was the like, thing oh, i
1: hate wow. about that album though is that they did like irregular packaging so it wouldn't fit on your fucking cd holder right
0: right cause, <laughs> right because eddie vetter you know bless his heart is environmentally conscious and didn't, didn't put them in jewel cases so they, they he couldn't even make it like he could have made it out of paper
1: but the same size is like a regular cd package but instead he's like nope i'm gonna make it fucking weird so right. it's it's right. gonna sit on top of everyone's gonna have it on the fucking top of their cd column because <laughs> it's the fucking 90s and i'm just gonna fuck you Ticketmaster. i'm any better
0: <laughs> um well but no but the actual vinyl pressing of that's pretty rare because that was right at the time where vinyl really dropped off so it was hard to get like 90s are like a real black hole for vinyl collectors if you have a band that you like that put out you know music that time because it was like the time That'd in be between a
1: Soundgarden reference there
0: right no it was a real it was a real black hole sun for vinyl collectors because like if you had a band you liked uh not a lot of pressings of the vinyl you know got pressed in that time it was all cds and you know, versus like the time before when vinyl was the norm, and then the time after when vinyl made this kind of hipster comeback where you can now get right. all that shit, so it was a very weird collecting time I uh, that music wasn't like
1: recorded in some way in the nineties so that you know later on you could do the the vinyl pressing that'd be you know nice if that could <laughs> happen but um, well, no they i mean they they I, still we'll never know we'll never know right
0: no and i've since i bought like you know modern pressings of like a bunch of beatles albums and other shit that's you know harder to find they're too expensive you know cost prohibitive for the uh original versions but it is just nice to get like an original 90s pressing of like a pearl jam album or like a i have a bunch of warren Zevon albums from his 90s you know shit like that but in any event or tom waits but uh in any event so yeah here's here's dr angela rasmussen's <laughs> tweet thread um <clears throat> uh, i keep getting asked if sars covid 2 is endemic yet uh record busting case counts are not an en- endemicity i don't know how you say that word but you know what i mean <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't equate to the pandemic turning into an en- endemic uh situation this isn't living with the virus uh that's not what endemicity means anyway uh endemic means that there is a steady state Level of virus circulating, a steady state level of virus circulating. This is explosive, exponential epidemic growth, not a stable level of endemic transmission. Uh, Endemic does not mean that the virus is milder, quote unquote, and that it just rips through the population at periodic intervals. It doesn't mean quote living with hospitals becoming overwhelmed. It doesn't mean complacency, surrender, Uh, unless the White House uh, think. Uh, thinks that more finger-wagging responsibility shaming is the solution rather than addressing the much more complex and challenging structural reasons why people resist public health measures such as masks and vaccines. I'll wag my finger right back. We are here because of repeated, intentional, catastrophically bad policy decisions that emphasize the economy over public health when those interests are not even fundamentally opposed. These include... um, Mm, excuse me exclusive reliance on voluntary vaccine booster uh uptake with minimal outreach to the recalcitrant unvaccinated no policies that improve Wait, the, vac- the what what was that word uh recalcitrant unvaccinated i think that's what like is... uh reluctant she's canadian that... I, what can i tell you
1: <laughs> Re- recalcitrant yeah, it's a word. I've heard no, it I know. I, I just I've never heard that word before. I'm I, like it, it. It startled me
0: with its um, alliteration. Have, it's, it's, oh, it's this is a good good definition for the unvaccinated: having an uh, obstinately uncooperative attitude toward authority or undisciplined. That's yeah. So that, that that's just a more specific version of stubborn.
1: Um, right, right. Uh, well, well, that's you know the the attitude that the anti-vaxxers have when it comes to public safety. But when it comes to you know brutal uh, you know regime change wars, then they're just fucking yes, America, dude. Do- right. Do what the government says, because that's, they're in charge now.
0: Right. Um, um, which, oh, okay, yeah. So that, uh, no policies that improve vaccine access, you know, paid sick leave, child care, transportation. No policies that offer meaningful financial relief for isolation or quarantine. No efforts to improve access to health care or support those with huge bills from COVID. I mean, you no know efforts.
1: You got $1,400 two years ago. Don't you <laughs> that? December 2020, two years ago. You got $1,400 living large. on that. I haven't worked
0: since. I don't know about what, you. What did you fucking waste the money on Anthony? Where? No, right. <laughs> uh, no, sup- no sustained support for people with chronic illness at higher risk and or, uh, and or because of COVID no mask mandate, much less providing quality masks to people at low or no cost, no rapid test because of refusal to invest in them more than a year after the approval. And despite promising them in early 2020, not enough testing period, no urgency to get global vaccination rates up, not enough vaccine doses exported and no uh, will to improve, no vaccination requirement for entering the U.S., minimal testing at the border, no vaccination requirements for domestic travel, no clear guidance and lack of candor from officials who claim uh, to want to build trust. Yeah, so I mean, that's, and there's more, but I, that, that you get the point. But um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole thing is like, nobody is going to do any of these things unless you provide them with the means to survive you know an actual quarantine or an actual lockdown like be, like that's the thing that America was never willing to do even back you know during the initial like pseudo lockdown we did no. where like non-essential businesses No, were. we closed. weren't because
1: I mean I, like, like everybody else I wanted to go mm. see Spider-Man No Way Home in the theater and I did and uh i'm fine now so uh, clearly what's the, what's the trouble like what's what do we do what are we still doing i i'm bored of the pandemic so the pandemic is over
0: right of course
1: he's you know i'm an american I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop me
0: <coughs> exactly um yeah and so then you had like the cdc director walensky who's a fucking just absolute you know you this administration has gone full-on eugenics even though they won't admit it so she was on uh cnn or whatever the other day and she she, this is a clip that got shared around and i'll i'll explain the context behind it after but i just want to play this clip and who is this again uh i figured first name rachel maybe uh uh she's the cdc uh uh, director, I believe Rachel. Oh,
1: oh, yeah, she's new. She's new, and Biden's an uh, appointee. She, she comes from the private sector, thank God. Right, um, of course, so totally qualified to run a public agency that uh, oversees the health of the nation um, in our privatized healthcare nation,
0: right? And yeah. so, listen to the way she's referring. And by the way, I should point out because people say, "Oh, this is deceptively edited." You know that the, the liberals are, are screaming about this being deceptively edited. Um, literally, she's – so she's talking about a study done of vaccinated people and, and, and you know, in terms of the deaths among vaccinated people, um, which was cut out of the clip for clarity's sake but really has no uh, meaningful impact on what she actually said. So I'm going to play it and then we'll talk about it. I want to ask you about those encouraging headlines that
1: we're talking about this morning, this new study showing just how well vaccines are working to prevent severe
0: illness – Given that, is it time to start rethinking how we're living with this virus, that it's potentially here to stay?
2: The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75 percent, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. And yes, really encouraging news in the context of
1: Omicron. This um, means not only just to get your primary series, but to get your booster series. Um, And yes, we're really encouraged um, by these results.
0: So, adding the context that she was just talking about a study of vaccinated people has no meaningful differ- has no meaningful effect on the fact that she's saying, "Yeah, well, yeah, you know, the people that died who were vaccinated, well, they had four comorbidities to begin with, so you know, it's that's great news because, like, they you had know, a,
1: a, a what a coma mobility, what is what is that?
0: So comorbidity um is just you know a, an underlying condition." But what is considered a comorbidity, you know, by the CDC? I thought
1: I thought Obamacare um, outlawed pre-existing conditions. What, what's going on? <laughs>
0: no, they outlawed. So Obamacare outlaws insurance companies from discriminating against you from not and not providing insurance to people with pre-existing conditions, which is actually the the nor- was the norm before Obamacare. Like if you have diabetes. Insurance company could just be like, yeah, I'm not going to cover you like just, you know, <laughs> you're sucks to be you like even if you were born with
1: it sucks to be you. So so wait, but- so you can have a pre-existing condition and you're still allowed to get the free vaccine. How's that fair?
0: Right. Like,
1: why, why are we wasting um, the vaccine on people who are already sick?
0: right obviously so no i the comorbidities like comorbidities (laughs) is such a broad uh as defined by the cc such a broad definition that uh depression seasonal depression is a comorbidity uh obesity uh over being overweight so if you're overweight if you happen to be obese by you know the bmi standards that's two comorbidities because you're overweight and you're obese uh if you're depressed by the fact that wait wait
2: wait
1: wait. how how is how are those two things not the same thing
0: well that's what i'm saying those are two separate comorbidities so for her like, for
1: her could i be overweight and not
0: be obese i like, think there is-, is actually a yes there is a bmi you like if you're this bmi you're overweight if you're this bmi which is a little higher you're obese based on your age and like what if i was just skinny and,
1: and had super dense bones like could i be overweight but well, not well
0: obese? Yeah, i mean and and people you know who actually know these things like study these things will tell you that bmi is a horrible indicator of if you're actually right. healthy or not you know because like y- there are differences in the way people carry weight and the way you're totally you know
1: totally. But, I mean, my my adamantium skeleton fucking weighs like three. <laughs> right right
0: right F- <laughs> yeah but I Log- shape logan, I'm not obese. logan is morbidly <laughs> obese but uh obviously in pretty good shape um um, no, but, yeah, so, and again, so that's, that's so, yeah, so if you happen to be, you know, slightly overweight, and you also fall into the obesity category, you're depressed, and you have uh, asthma or seasonal allergies, that's for comorbidities, so if you die wow. from the vaccine... You're just asking for it at that point, <laughs> Right, right, so, uh, you know, disabled
1: just, just, people... Just let the virus take me, <laughs> my fucking, <laughs> my fucking vitamin
0: D lamp broke, and I'm fat now,
1: so just, <laughs>
2: just it. Okay.
0: Right, um... Right. And so, yeah, disabled people rightfully like, well, you're a fucking eugenicist maniac, like just saying like, oh, yeah, that's great news. Because, you know, if <laughs> if you have those things, you're asking for it anyway, despite the fact that many of those are just, you know, either genetic or, you know, some of those uh, like asthma uh, been caused by people who have gotten covid like they've, they've had part, part of the side effects of long uh, covid is your breathing is significantly affected. Uh, a lot of athletes are talking about that now who have had covid um that they just can't fucking catch their breath like it's just a thing that happens now and- yeah yeah that that's
1: the reason why i decided i'm not going to get covid um is oh yeah I, it
0: really affect your I, lifestyle I'm, i mean Jesus. i am not
1: gonna not gonna not be able to breathe like, <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: fucking chain smoke at 2 a.m when i'm drunk but i'm not gonna fucking. Oh, that's also comorbidity the- <laughs> by the way the, the, if you are current really? or for, former smoker that's a comorbidity what if it's only when i'm drinking what, what if I only have a cigarette? That's probably working. two core morbidities for the excessive drinking and, and smoking, you know, by, by CDC but definition. But I don't smoke cigarettes, like, after a meal or while I'm driving because I don't drive. Well, so even even if you're a former smoker, a former regular smoker, that's a comorbid. That's what I'm saying. It's so broad that literally that encompasses almost everybody like i can't imagine people that don't have multiple comorbidities well
1: i'm not abroad, so i don't have to worry about that problem <laughs> right that's, but, that's uh, probably a comorbidity um speaking of uh speaking of uh some alternative remedies to covid uh we we do have a clip here we wanted to play that i i found here yeah uh, is... about a there, there's you, you don't have to you know the ivermectin whatever the fuck it was called like that that shit Total snake oil shit. But there's a new remedy in town. And uh we have a clip here of a lovely southern belle who's going to explain exactly what it is.
0: Yeah.
3: Hey, y'all. It's me, Becky Sue here, doing a daily video vlog update for y'all. So I have a pretty big update today. Since... I am not going to get any boosters or any more Biden shots in my arm and I don't want to be magnetic or tracked by like the deep state or... Hillary Clinton or whoever's out there tracking me. I, I, I was doing some research on my phone today and I found this real famous doctor on Facebook. He's real, real popular and he has sort of uh, unusual uh, treatment so that you don't get COVID and then you don't have to get the shot. So I, I, I'm going to give it a try. Uh, My cousin Chet won't try this one, so he's doing the Viagra one instead. He's had a boner for basically like a week straight. (laughs) I don't have a penis, so I'm not going to be trying that one. I'm going to try this one instead. So, what he suggested, this very, very famous doctor on Facebook, is that instead of getting the COVID vaccine, we drink a little bit of our own pee. So... Nothing to be afraid of. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it a shot. It's still a little bit warm, which is fine. <laughs> anyway, I just want to show y'all I'm not afraid and I'm not gonna get COVID and I'm not gonna get the button shot. So I don't remember having asparagus. Okay, well the bottoms <laughs> up. <laughs> it's still real warm see i've to it okay that's all for today stay safe out there y'all bye
0: god bless (laughs) um which by the way is a real thing that this fucking this guy christopher key he you've probably seen him on on twitter he's that guy that wears that really tight fitting shirt that says vaccine police on it He's apparently some like help. Like I'd never heard of this guy. He's some like alternative medicine douchebag. That like the first thing I
1: saw. Yeah, the first picture I saw of him was him uh, leaning against up against a car. Uh, along with like 15 assault rifles like <laughs> yeah, just yeah, hanging right. out with all of his machine guns in his car hmm. like well if that doesn't say america i
0: don't know what does <laughs> so he's telling his followers that that's actually been been a proven uh you know helpful tr- so they won't take a vaccine but they'll take Viagra, which also is another thing that they believe that some anti-vaxxers are pushing is that viagra because it improves circulation will help uh fight covid <laughs> despite no evidence to the uh t- to the same we'll take another pharmaceutical drug we'll drink their own piss we'll take fucking horse pace but they won't just you know take a fucking proven to be safe i mean shot so it's you know at least
1: like you know urine sterile so like yeah it's fucking kind of pretty <laughs> gross but like at least they, they can't be like just, just wait till they get it down to the them. point they, like, of the... eating their own shit.
2: Oh, like that, that's that, next. I want to sure. see that.
1: I want to see the right wing just, like, advocate eating their own shit to own the libs and
0: so, some some <laughs> fucking crank will come up with like a here you sprinkle this on and it does it masks the taste a little bit so you really right. helps you get it to, <laughs> to market a little, little cayenne pepper you don't even notice the fecal matter taste at all oh my god it's just uh. see we, we we didn't know that 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 singer from that Never. jazz fest the whole time was was right he was trying to just cure that guy of his covid by pissing on his face oh my god oh. remember when they used to fucking
1: like bleed people to cure fevers because they yeah, thought George
0: washington died
1: yeah yeah middle dark ages middle ages they were like well fuck put these leeches on this
0: guy and that'll do something they used to literally i mean this is literally (laughs) how george washington died is he went out riding and there's a really funny episode of the dollop about this that details it in detail but he you know went out riding on his on his is uh, there a drunk history episode about this i think they're i think they also depicted this yes they did they So he he went out riding on his uh, on his slave plantation that he owned up until the the day of his death. Uh, And, uh, you know, but it was you Castro. Right. Uh, (laughs) But it was like cold and rainy. And he, you know, he came back in and apparently like at dinner later that night, he had guests over and he says he wasn't feeling well because he, you know, came back in and didn't change his clothes. So, you know, he came down with pneumonia from from, you know, riding out in the cold for so long. Uh, And, 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 you know, his clothes being soaked through. So the doctors to back then used to think that like disease was in your blood, but like that you could release that blood and then that would release the disease from your body. So they literally just kept bleeding him thinking that like he surely he'll get better. And they just drained him of so much blood that his, his you know, system completely shut down and he died. So that's, that's a real thing that doctors yeah. used to believe, is that you can yep. like, bleed somebody out of well, the sickness. Thankfully,
1: of thankfully, now we've moved past that. And uh, now we have things like homeopathy to uh, actually
0: right. cure disease. <laughs> right, obviously. Do you, much do you know, know that the fucking
1: National Health in, in England pays, like they subsidize homeopathy? Really? Yes. It's like a, it's like a huge fucking thing. I think what like
0: disgusting. Richard, Richard, Richard
1: Dawkins has like a, a, an obsession with trying to like expose homeopathy, which as much as I hate Richard Dawkins, like, like homeopathy is right. basically a religion. It's basically a fucking religion that says that like, well, water has memory. So if water touches a thing, it can remember what it touched and then that can heal you. And the less of it there is, the more it heals. So like one particle per trillion actually will heal you more than, you know, getting an actual medicine would.
0: And there's always like a religious aspect of that, you know, religion, (laughs) religious aspect of it. And again, it's like if you think that like God is real and that God invented, you know, humans, do you not think that God invented medicine? Like, I just don't understand the the disconnect of like, no, see, the vaccine
1: is just God testing your faith. Right, <laughs> right because if right. you have faith you don't get medicines you let god decide whether you live or die and that's why fucking prince died because his right, fucking right. stupid religion wouldn't let him have a fucking hip surgery or blood transfusion but was okay with him taking prescription painkillers for some stupid fucking reason right right which of he had to go not. pick up himself because apparently he didn't trust anyone to do it for him <laughs>
0: Um, which by the way he needed because he wore heels for so many years he had major back issues. Well uh on you He know, was on also stage. jumping off a piano no, and doing like splits st- three times. Very a fucking, night. fucking athletic and and you know <laughs> like, insanely like uh energetic performer. Hey but yeah, Prince, that-
1: maybe you shouldn't do the splits after jumping ten feet off a piano <laughs> three times a fucking night for thirty years.
0: That was my favorite bit of that uh that Kevin Smith, that long form story he told about like when he worked for Prince directing that oh, weird yeah. like God, documentary so where he was like where where somebody was like or prince was like yeah no i have a lot of back issues and kevin's like well maybe it's because you wear heels all the time on stage and prince looks at me and he's just like kevin it's not because i wear heels on stage on stage all the time (laughs) um but yeah no it totally was um (laughs) in any event um oh okay so one one other thing i wanted to get to that you know was mentioned in that thing is about you know masks for everybody and that's something that a lot of people are saying like hey if you're gonna do nothing else why don't you just send everybody n95 masks since they're super readily available now that that these companies, 3M and all these companies have had two years to fucking make them. They're sitting in piles in warehouses, just fucking sending them to people, send them people's houses like they do in every other fucking civilized country. Um and this is now from a political article. Um a senior administration official argued that uh an effort to send N95 or KN95 masks to Americans would make little difference because, quote, half the country won't wear a mask won't wear any mask. Uh, And this is another quote from the administration official. It may be popular in certain corners of Twitter, but for I fucking hate when people say that, by the way, it's such a cop out. Uh, It may be popular in certain corners of Twitter, but for masking uh, to work as a public health tool, people need to actually wear them. The official said to prevent spread. The focus should be on maximizing the number of people simply wearing a mask in the first place, not shifting the goalpost to urge everyone to go above and beyond to use high filtration masks to make it less likely that they themselves will inhale particles. So again, just shift any and all blame to 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 individuals, do not take any responsibility as the fucking government for protecting people's public health. Maybe people don't wear masks cuz they don't have money to buy, you know, a bunch of disposable masks. And if you fucking sent them to people, they might be more likely to be like, "Ah, eh, what the fuck? They sent it to me. It's free." I have it. I might as well wear it. You know, like it's just so fucking, this is again, like, well, we can't have, no, you can't have healthcare or we can't have free college for everybody. Cause you know, a rich people, a rich guy might go to college for free and he doesn't need to go to college for free. Right. Like it's so fucking stupid. Like it, it just. Well, they're already, they're already
1: sitting around and you send them out to everyone and half the people don't use them. Then that just, you know, it's more waste in the ocean. We don't want that. Uh, so- no, it's no, it's 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 ridiculous. It's just trying to find excuses why you don't have to do anything. You know, well, right. it's it's you people. It's it's half of you who don't take it seriously is the reason why we're not going to take it seriously. For the other half of people who do, right? It's just nonsensical logic. You know, right? It's 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 like I mean, it, it reminds me of like you know, non-vegans telling me a vegan the way that I should be trying to convert people to veganism. Like, well, the way you're going to convince me to do it is to not do it at all. And then I'll <laughs> think about it for 10 years. It's like, what? I'm not trying to convert anybody, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always like, well, see, you know, I, I, I was, I was the cons- on the left but then you anarchists weren't nice to me so right. now i'm voting for hitler <laughs> so and i'm taking just, money from like, the Koch what? brothers
0: and and have a you know a youtube tele show well we could care for half the
1: country that does take the virus seriously but it's, it's the other half of you that don't that means we can't
0: take care of anyone anybody i'm Nobody. sorry Nobody. that's just
1: what do you expect us to right. do with the government right
0: and that's in i i'm glad bernie has taken up the cause of saying like we need to fucking provide people with n95 masks for free we need to send it to them um and, and hopefully we, we can bully this administration enough that they decide to do it because that, you know, worked to some extent with testing. You know, we we, we bullied them so much after that that fucking asinine Pisaki press conference that they, you know, bought five hundred million tests. Well now while that's not nearly enough to do any kind of mass testing, um, it's certainly a start. So I think we certainly can bully them into doing something about this um if if you know
1: so I, I don't know why they would start doing anything at this point I they, mean, no
0: they, they've raced really, they, they, they've already made it clear that they're gonna listen, let it tear through everybody w-
1: we tried nothing for two years and nothing worked so <laughs> we're just gonna stay the courts on this one <laughs>
0: right right now any any minute now it should start working um just and one other quick what well, just to close out the COVID. they one other really funny headline that i saw from the new york post uh Covid loses fifty percent of ability to infect after ten seconds in office air, claims study. Huh? So, so, Covid loses fifty percent of its ability to infect after ten seconds in office in,
1: air. In office air, yeah. Is we're, we're some kind of like, is that like the <laughs> some universal standard of the atmosphere that NASA came up with
0: that all offices? Have. So the, well, no, so obviously, the problem was like some some you know commercial real estate uh landlord was like i can 't get people to come back to offices to do jobs that they can do just as effectively sitting in their house at their computer. We need to figure out a way to propagandize them into thinking it's totally safe, even though it's really not and it's a an unnecessary risk you know to fucking cram people back into cubicles when they could do their jobs from their houses, so how do we do that and they came up with this bullshit study now um you know me a fucking idiot who's not a virologist uh looks at that and says yeah but what happens when you breathe for a second time uh because that doesn't seem to account for the fact that people breathe more than once uh in a, in a given workday um so if you're breathing multiple times yeah, i don't think hr
1: recommends that you do that i think like one one breath Per shift is is recommended.
0: You get a fifteen minute breath break uh every. You know, do you get two 50 minute breath breaks every eight hours that you work, and a thirty minute breath break, uh, unpaid yeah. breath break? If you're
1: breathing your entire shift, we're gonna have to comp your pay on that one. <laughs> Sorry, but that's the office here is not free. It's just, just not, just, not what, complimentary.
0: What a nakedly like you open get free attempt. coffee.
1: You don't get free oxygen. Fucking Marxists, <laughs> right? But
0: just what a nakedly open attempt to be like. No, it's totally safe. To cram unnecessarily back into these offices for a job that can be done from home. Like there's no reason to not do that. Like fucking assholes. Who even wants to be like so you so you you know, you rent out two floors
1: of an office building, you have all these people who have a Coming to work and suddenly it's like oh i don't have to rent two floors of an office building i can just rent out one floor of an office building like who who the problem is a lot of these needs- companies
0: bought these buildings and they're now the landlords of the buildings that they right. uh, own so that they're stuck with the bag uh, and because they made a shitty investment that they need to now inflict but real estate speculative so it's just you right the, that's the you- fucking you it,
1: it makes more money no matter if there's people in the building or not but they can't look, look, sell look commercial real estate
0: right now half the fucking
1: ha- half the fucking towers in manhattan are owned and
0: unoccupied right because it's purely speculative but now but these the commercial landlords are shitting their pants because they can't sell office space because people rightfully understand that if you're doing a job in an office where you don't need to interact face to face with c- customers like it's not a retail operation there's no reason for you to be in that space right now because you know yeah. with covid you could just as easily do that job from a computer at home. Uh, there's no reason to be in those jobs. So they can't Fucking fill internet
1: the internet fucked over commercial real estate a oh, lot. Yeah, for sure,
2: for sure, <laughs> which is
0: great. So, um it you know it built up a lot of those companies, which are you know a lot of them just website companies, but it also fucked them over in the long run because <laughs> people are not going to start just willingly go back to offices now and they're like well why would i no. work for a company that forces me into an office when so i just work from home I'll like I'll i came not the job. office to get
1: hired like you never have to see me again now right, <laughs> right right i proved that i exist now we can just talk over the fucking skype right similar, so um, or but... facetime or whatever but yeah no I, I saw a great cartoon uh yesterday it was just like a fucking mcdonald's worker with a mask on who's like sweating bullets and it's like the caption was like uh you know come back to work you only need a negative test or good vibes <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's basically the you know trying to get people to come back to work uh by encouraging them to lie about being sick and like just, Which just don't, so many companies don't tell us
0: you know as long as we so don't know companies. don't ask don't tell right right and that's but but because that's the official fucking guidance from the public health organization that's supposed to be governing us is the cdc is telling people like hey yeah no it's totally cool if you have to if you're sick if you're not you know take take five days and then come back whatever and even in some states like I, it, they started in new york sending out guidance like department of public health like hey if you're vaccinated or if you're vaccinated and you get covid but you're asymptomatic we need you so come in anyway and of course this has led to Mass outbreaks in hospitals from people who weren't Fucking sick with COVID who are now in the Hospital and sick with COVID because they're In the hospital so just great Fucking job all around everybody well, Speaking
1: of don't ask don't tell uh, We are You know uh, At a moment right now Where we're, we're very uh, Concerned about the future of the Country uh, who's going to be The next leader of the Democratic Party Because it, right. it doesn't sound like it's going to be Joe Biden or Kamala Harris <laughs> uh but thankfully thankfully uh wall street journal had a great op-ed
0: yesterday is there a hero coming uh, to save us there's a hero on the horizon
1: yes an agent thank, of change a candidate for change thank god did you i don't know if you read the whole article or just saw the headline but i couldn't myself but i feel so relieved you know. to know that finally we have a, a, a real leader Coming back. Title of the article: Hillary Clinton's 2024 <laughs> Election Comeback. Come back. Oh God. Kamala said, "Do not come." Hillary said, "Come back." Don't to call herself.
2: it comeback. Oh uh,
0: fuck.
1: So that's the title of the article: Hillary Clinton's 2024 Election Comeback. Fingers crossed, it's going to happen. Because I wrote an op-ed. This was written by a guy named Douglas E. Schoen. And a guy named Andrew Stein, so I'm sure they have uh, lovely progressive <laughs> ideas about Palestine, uh, and it has nothing to do with why they support Hillary Clinton. Um, so before I get into this, I just want to read the uh, the a uh, little background on these two fellows. Uh, this, this is from their own. This is like the things that I I found that were l- like what they say about themselves, right? Partially <laughs> the things that they are proud of. So Douglas E. Schoen is a founder and a partner at Showen Cooperman research, a polling and consulting firm whose past clients include Bill Clinton and former New York city mayor, Michael Bloomberg. Oh, uh, formerly of Fox news, currently a host on Newsmax TV. <laughs> You know, the the people that thought Fox News was too left-wing? Yeah. Newsmax. (laughs) The communists over at Fox News were way too far left. (sighs) Andrew Stein, on May 27, 2010, Stein was indicted and arrested for lying about his involvement during the investigation (laughs) of the multi-million dollar Ponzi scheme involving Ken Starr. Oh, wow. Now, you might think Ken Starr, the guy, the special prosecutor of Bill Clinton, no, a different Ken Starr, a fact that the Atlantic magazine got wrong. They wrote an entire article about the wrong Ken Starr. Wow. Where it opens. I got to read this. Somewhere, Bill Clinton is smiling. One time, a special prosecutor who uncovered the dirty details of the foreign president's affair with intern Monica Lewinsky has been engaged in some bad behavior of his own, according to the Justice Department Securities and Exchange Commission. Correction. Apparently there are two famous Ken stars.
0: This is, this is <laughs> two 2010. shitty right wing cranks named Ken yeah. Star.
1: Uh, the one is charged in an investment advisor. to The star is not former special prosecutor. Apologies to the other Ken Star and to Bill Clinton. If we got his hopes up, <laughs> like how do you write? How do you? How are you? The Atlantic, and you fucking wrote a whole article about a guy, and it didn't know that's not the same person. Like the name Ken Star is a pretty fucking common name. Anyway. So the Ken Starr who wrote this article praising Hillary Clinton and how she's the natural front runner in 2024 was convicted on wire fraud, investment advisor fraud, money laundering, false statements in an IRS filing, and false statements to a federal officer. He pleaded guilty and he was sentenced to 500 hours of community service.
2: Oh, that'll, that'll teach him. <laughs>
1: Who, who do you think his lawyer was?
0: <laughs> I have a guess, but I won't. Uh,
2: do we just, know for just a, say? Just, is, just it, was say it was Dershowitz. It was Dershowitz. No,
1: I don't know who it was, but no. I, you might as well just guess. It was fucking Dershowitz.
2: <laughs> who
0: else will defend the worst fucking right wing cranks in the world who happen also yeah. associate with Democratic yeah. Party? Uh, you know. Higher so Doug
1: Douglas showing and Andrew Stein uh, write Hillary Clinton's 2024 election comeback. Subtitle: Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have become unpopular. It may be time for a change candidate. A change because you know uh, all all this uh, politics, Black Lives like like Matter stuff is, is too far afield. We got to go back to the 90s if we really want to get back to uh, doing what we do. So I'm just going to read some of this shit and and keep in mind, like the reason this stuff gets written is because none of it is true. Right? like, this is, this is what they're trying to make happen because the, you know, you write an article and then, Oh, now you get invited on to meet the press to talk about your article.
0: So it's, it's just like, this is, this is the fucking, you know, and they get, and they get engagement from, from knowing that these articles are going to get pilloried on Twitter um, and that also drives engagement to their other work, Like that, sure. they, they do that on purpose because they know these things are going to, you know. This drive is, this is and keep in mind, this is like Hillary Clinton is paying these people to
1: write this shit. Oh, yeah. She's 100%. paying these right wing fucking ghouls to write this shit. This doesn't come this organically. Is, this is a
0: balloon. This is, they, they do these test balloons all the time. Like, so, well, let's see how people react. Maybe, 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 maybe the 50th time we've tried this, people react positively for once. Like that's, they genuinely think that. All right, so
1: I've got a few paragraphs of this I'm going to read here. A perfect storm in the Democratic Party is making a once unfathomable scenario plausible. (laughs) A political comeback for Hillary Clinton in 2024. If Democrats lose control of Congress in 2022... Mrs. Clinton can use that party's loss, the party's loss, as a basis to run for president again, enabling her to claim the title of change candidate.
2: How do you write so, like, that so, with a straight
1: face? Like, how do you? Uh, if we, if if only we can aspire to lose so badly in 2022 that Hillary can come back and try to save us from being losers again. Like, it's just, it's it's like. <laughs> if your your aspiration is to lose on purpose you are a democrat yeah. that is quintessential democrat based on her latest public statements it's clear that mrs clinton not again like why does she go out in public and make statements so these guys can write about it, it it's just it based on her latest public statements it's clear that mrs clinton not only recognizes her position as a potential front runner but also in setting up a process to help her decide whether or not to run for president again. It doesn't even make sense. She recently warned of the electoral consequences in the 2022 midterms if the Democratic Party continues to again align itself with its progressive wing. And she urged Democrats to reject far-left positions that isolate key segments of the electorate. I wonder what that's referring to. Black Lives Matter defund the police, probably.
0: Healthcare for everybody in the middle of a raging pandemic, you know. Which... Uh, 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 abolish <laughs> student pick. debt.
1: The, only ninety percent of the Democratic Party supports abolishing student debt. We don't want to go down that left wing right. road. <sighs> Medicare, you know, just in a <laughs> in a recent MSNBC interview, Mrs. Clinton called on Democrats to engage in quote careful thinking about what wins elections and not just in because she knows because she knows
0: what fucking expert on winning elections (sighs) quote careful
1: thinking about what wins elections and not just in deep blue districts where a democrat or a liberal democrat or a so-called progressive democrat is going to win end quote
0: you notice how she structures that Say it again. So a a, a Democrat or a liberal Democrat or a progressive.
1: Mrs. Clinton called on Democrats to engage in quote, careful thinking about what wins elections and not just in deep blue districts where a Democrat or a liberal Democrat or a so-called progressive Democrat (laughs) is going to win. Just, just her rabid despise of anyone that's to her left. And keep in mind, that's most of the country.
0: (laughs) Right. And of course, she but she referred to herself as a progressive multiple times in 2016 when she was right. running against so, Bernie because she was just a progressive who knew how to get things done. Was
2: So with she, she
0: lists she lists it in order, hmm. a Democrat that
1: just a Democrat is a normal Democrat or a liberal Democrat, like you're not quite a Democrat if you're a liberal Democrat or a so-called progressive Democrat. Like, you're <laughs> totally off the regis- off the reservation.
0: If you call yourself she's, a progressive, which is, again, yeah, just the most milk toast. She doesn't
1: even like so-called, so-called. Like, if I'm a communist saying so-called progressive, that's accurate right. the way I would describe people. She's saying it because even progressive, in her mind, is so deplorable that it doesn't even bear, you know,
0: Yeah, they don't belong in polite society. I mean, and that she's the person who came up with the term deplorable. Well, not not literally the word deplorables, but using that as a right insult against your political opponent. She can't
1: hide her contempt. She can't hide her contempt. she disdains everybody.
0: And this is why it's so funny to me that like this. I fucking hope to God that she runs in twenty in twenty twenty four because it would be so funny. (sighs) I'm already completely past the point where I give a fuck who runs for president because it's very clear that regardless of who wins we're going to get a far right uh governance that doesn't do anything to help any of the citizens of this country um so you know again i can't think of a funnier outcome than 2024 being donald trump versus hillary clinton again and hillary losing i so hope it happens so it would be so oh funny
1: it would be so funny oh my god it would <laughs> nobody wants hillary clinton the to run for president more night. than hillary clinton than donald trump <laughs>
0: the, the the election night on Twitter would be the f- I mean I I again I don't think there I I would just inject that straight into my veins because that would just be the funniest thing imaginable it's just watching the meltdown of people just non-believingly being like I can't but be- what how? How did she lose again like I don't understand like it it would just be hilarious it'd just be hilarious. And there's I... nobody there's nobody running that's gonna be fucking uh, remotely good in any way whatsoever on the democratic There's side something so who, who gives a fuck like honestly, just
1: point. incredibly amazing about watching people make the same mistake forever right and, and the amount of energy they put into it right and, and just like the psychopathy of it all it, it's, a, it's um, a lot like
0: watching harry potter fans like passionately argue about like what like <laughs> this celebrity is totally a raven claw like they're not a. and it's like you're just watching oh, them like God. none of this shit is real like you're just clowns like
1: every time somebody does that i'm like what the fuck are you even talking about like how how old are you you're 38 years old and you you know those books were for kids right for little kids like little little kids (laughs) like babies those movies are for fucking babies okay and maybe if you were a parent when they came out you might have seen them but like you don't talk about them
0: You don't you don't use them to then make you know deductions about like politics or society and or you know, like that just I'm begging you to read other books. Right. I'm begging you to listen to your the fucking author of your favorite book series' views on uh people who happen to not be, you know, cis white, you know, non-right wing fuck because she's a fucking uh you know bigoted maniac who can't fucking help herself even though she's got a billion dollars. Like she could literally shut up forever and go away. But she can't but help but destroy the only legacy she has by just constantly just saying bigoted <laughs> shit like unprompted. like just nobody's saying anything and she just kicks the door down, being like, I did you know that like what are you doing? Like go away. Nobody fucking wants to hear from you uh, ever yeah, again.
1: I, I don't even follow her that close. I mean, I know she's a fucking turf, but uh she just How many people it. who love JK Rowling or fucking Hillary Clinton voters? It's it's like the Venn diagram's a fucking perfect circle right there. So this article does uh, continue a little bit um, last sentence of that paragraph says uh, Hillary Clinton also noted that the party's house majority quote comes from people who win in much more difficult districts so I- implying that like we should embrace the Joe Mansions and Christensen was Christ- Kristen Christ he's Kirsten. Kirsten or Kirsten? I think it's a Kirsten fuck is her name Kirsten, Kirsten with a Y, and she's 50. Uh, The article goes on here to really double down on fucking dipshittery. Uh, Even Bill Clinton recently set the stage for his wife's potential in 2024, referring to her in an interview. With People
0: Magazine, remember People Magazine? I didn't even know that existed. Every once I in a while, that, I'll still see one. Like when I'm like waiting to check out at like the supermarket, I'm like, oh yeah, that's still a thing. That still
1: exists, yeah. Remember when uh, JFK Junior made a George Magazine? that lasted for like two years.
0: <laughs> no, and it was, and it was like
1: it was like People Magazine, but for people who love Hillary Clinton, and it just <laughs> like tanked. It fucking tanked. Uh, it fucking crashed and burned, just like his fucking airplane into the ocean. Oh, God.
0: <sighs> Oh, brutal.
1: Even Bill Clinton recently set the stage for his wife's potential 2024 candidacy. 2000, 2000. Fuck. Tongue twister. Blah blah blah. Interview for magazine 90s. in which Bill Clinton said, "Quote the most qualified person to run for office in my lifetime, the most qualified including me." Person to
0: run for office in my lifetime
1: she's more qualified than you like dude you won twice and she's lost twice so clearly the country doesn't agree
0: i mean to be fair even he probably knows that he wouldn't have won if ross bro didn't siphon a bunch of votes away from <laughs> yeah like
2: added, so lucky but yeah
1: <laughs> he added that not electing her in 2020 or 2016 was quote one of the most profound mistakes we ever made so that you're telling the country that they were wrong she won't
0: shut up about it she keeps yelling at me i don't know what to man. do it's the worst mistake we've ever made <laughs> man i i bet it is never, for him. never should have come on that
1: blue it. dress because he's been fucking <laughs> balls in a jar for the last 25 oh years I,
0: I, i'm actually kind of amazed they live together like i would i would just very much imagine, like a lot of those couples they just you know especially when they're super rich you know stay together for convenience but usually they like maintain separate residences like one lives in the beach house and one lives at the you know new york house or whatever they're on like
1: far opposite sides of oh of the mansion, mansion for sure other- for sure they
0: don't have the same <laughs> same bedroom no way
1: um, so it, it concludes here two last paragraphs uh, mr biden's overall approval rating is low 40 percent uh as this is his rating on issues including the economy and jobs 38 percent and taxes and spending thirty three percent but what has he spent money on besides the pentagon like he fucking couldn't even pass his infrastructure bill, according to a recent economist, he has you no major poll-
0: legislation to even he passed none like, it's unbelievable <laughs> I it's mean unbelievable. I, with a majority in both fucking chambers, like he has no right. it, that like this is historic ineptitude by the way, they did an approval poll today that came out from reuters i think uh thirty three percent approval so bang up job even lower than trump right like well it's, it's i mean i i
1: have contempt for joe biden because the opposite because he hasn't been he refuses to do anything right and hasn't been right. passing any government spending and anyway, nearly two-thirds of independent voters disapprove of the president so yeah definitely lean into the right because you'll win them, them back right so, la- last paragraph here mrs clinton mrs clinton Mrs. Not Hillary. Mrs. Just just to remind you that she's married. Mrs. Clinton can spend the time between now and the midterms doing what the Clinton administration did after the Democrats' blowout defeat in two thousand. I'm sorry, in, in nineteen ninety four, crafting a moderate agenda on both domestic and foreign policy. This agenda could show that Mrs. Clinton is the only credible alternative to Mr. Biden miss harris and the entire democratic party
0: establishment why is miss harris what she's married too why the fuck would they do that i don't they, i believe uh, it's because she didn't take her husband's name so like when you refer to somebody oh. ta- by their you know like that's i think that's why although but i've heard people who don't take other people's surnames referred to as mrs it's, it's one of those weird complications of language because you don't want to make it, just, it sound it like they married It just seems like it's like a world little world. slight, like they're just <laughs> right. putting in a little dig. Well, well, she's, yeah, that, she's the toy that they don't want to play with anymore because she's so right. fucking unpopular. <laughs> that, like, right, you you know? got the white guy elected. We don't need you to do anything. Just <laughs> Right. Yeah. And, and you're like, right, like people are just repulsed by you when you open your mouth. So, you know, it, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you go sit over there. We don't want to play Can, with you anymore. And nobody wants to. I, I love
1: just before we jump to the next last segment here. I, I love that they say, "Okay, just, just going read this last sentence again." Uh, the the agenda could show that Mrs. Clinton is the only credible alternative to Mr. Biden, Miss Harris, and the entire Democratic Party establishment. <laughs> it, it, Hillary Clinton, yeah, known outsider to the Democratic you, known Party
0: anti-establishment candidate, Hillary Clinton. Just, just. I, I can't oh with God. these fucking people. These people and are this is this is it's just hilarious. I'm That's why
1: everyone was on another planet. It.
0: They're on another planet. Like I don't She's understand a change candidate. She's gonna change the establishment. She's gonna
1: yeah, so she, she's a moderate, but she's also Bernie, who's attacking the establishment at the same... She's everything to everyone. Why can't you love
0: her? Just vote for her, goddammit. Vote for her, or she won't let us out of this fucking locked basement. She will not let us out <laughs> until you vote for her. We're just stuck down here writing op-eds for the rest of our lives. We've been here since 2016. Just vote for her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she won't let us out of the Jeffrey Epstein cell. Um. So yeah, Miss Harris, who nobody wants to work for, except for... A guy named Jamal Simons or Simmons. I'm not sure how you pronounce that or how he pronounces it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just. Oh, God, I don't, this guy. I don't know. I don't know how you can go from a guy like Ian Sams as your comm director who tweeted out, did Bernie Sanders just call Hawaii the most diverse state? It's only 2.5% black. That is my literally my favorite tweet from 2016. And I have it saved in a folder along with tweets from fucking Manny Iglesias when he said where did Bernie get the idea he can win Michigan right. just like all of like the worst possible fucking takes from 2016 and uh, yeah yeah Ian Sams is is right Hawaii's black population is 2.5% black uh, you know what makes up about 50% of the population
0: native His Hawaiians people, <laughs> Polynesians.
1: well they're actually a minority too. The majority population of Hawaii is Japanese Americans.
0: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where Bernie won seventy percent of the fucking vote. Wow. <laughs> so So this is this is Kamal Harris, a black woman, hiring Ian Sams, a white man, to tweet out her communication. Do her propaganda, yeah. Do her PR, right? And this fucking egghead, violently bald guy, a guy who was bald you know by the time his he hair 15. is
0: running away as fast as possible from his face, like <laughs> he's got one of those kinds of heads. and he,
1: he just you know like i don't what diversity means black people what what other race could there be
2: right uh, i don't actually
1: care about diversity so of course i'm just going to cite how the could one you hire someone I,
2: yeah
1: how could you hire someone that fucking
0: stupid to be your communications director. Well, and and you know who followed him because it wasn't directly from him to this new guy uh after no. him was Simone Sanders, which
1: is even Simone Sanders worse. who won't let an interview go uninterrupted.
0: <laughs> right, At the second a hard so, question was asked, will jump, you know, she's perfectly willing to tackle like, you know, demonstrators on on stage if they decide to ask, you know, Joe Biden to literally do anything. Um so you know. Since you hear she's getting guy. a cable news show, by the way. What? Who? Simone. Simone? So, so you know, the other day there was there's a lot of rumors that jory Reid's show is getting canceled, and everyone was obviously <laughs> like, "Oh, great, awesome." Uh, seems like they're actually slotting Simone Sanders in as her replacement because she's getting a cable makes sense, a Saturday yeah, cable <laughs> news show.
1: Pick another black lady who has awful views, right-wing right wing politics, and is a fucking uh, rat too by right. the way it was
0: the fucking mole in the in bernie's in 2016 campaign it was feeding all of his uh info to the dnc and then you know just miraculously got a bunch of jobs with uh the fucking right-wing presidential you know uh administration and by well, kamala
1: kamala harris clearly learned her lesson with ian sams uh in his terrible right she, she vets everyone's on, twitter on twitter
0: you know now
1: so Jamal Simons. Simmons. Simmons, yeah. Uh, her new comms director, Vice President Kamala Harris's new communications director, issued an apology on Friday following backlash over a tweet he posted in 2010. Again, I haven't read it yet, but like you're a comms director, and you don't know that, you know, before you get hired to be the comms director for the vice president of the United States that you might want to you know do Scrub some keyword twitter. searches of your old tweet because you don't remember everything you've ever tweeted obviously no, of course right but that's why you do keyword searches because you're a communications director that understands how to use a keyword search on
0: twitter like maybe immigration or immigrants since you're working for somebody who's had major issues in the past communicating
1: uh, uh, her views
0: around immigration <laughs>
1: I mean, it's the literally the reason why no one on Biden's staff wants to work with anyone on her staff is because she's so fucking toxic because she went to Guatemala and said, do not come.
2: Right.
0: You think that might come up in like oh. the thing you were searching for, but yes. You might want to look for hmm. that
1: communications director, but again, she hires the worst possible people. So Jamal Simmons, who was chosen to lead the vice president's communications team on Thursday, tweeted back in 2010, quote, Just saw two undocumented folks talking on MSNBC. One law student, the other a protester. Can someone explain why ICE is not picking them up?
0: what a fucking cunt like fuck you dude like like just what a what a fucking bootlicking piece of shit this is the
1: democrat party yeah no that's the democrat again this is
0: and i I said when when this was going around this is the feature this is not a bug like they she hires him because he shares her contempt for immigrants like she believes the same thing that that tweet espouses she just tries uh you know and fails to hide that on a on a daily basis like that's what she fucking believes that's why she hired this guy cuz she knows she could trust him cuz he believes in the same shit she does and he'll deliver her messages appropriately yeah. um there's another t- just another tweet of his that came out uh and this is from yeah. 2020 this is so this is not like he could be like oh man it was 10 years ago i was a precocious young 35 year old or what, you know whatever he would say about that 2010 tweet this is from January 2020 intent and motive matter George W Bush let CIA waterboard people and even though we didn't like it and may ha- and it may have been illegal <laughs> he was not impeached because he was may. doing it to- <laughs> right it may be illegal to torture people there's and- no to way to know that. there's right.
1: i mean we, we i mean if only we had an international criminal court to decide such things right Oh, we do, in the United States isn't a member of it?
0: Right, weird. Funny, funny how that works. Weird coincidence, we should check into that. Um, And even though we didn't like it, and it may have been illegal, he was not impeached because he was doing it to protect the nation. If Bush waterboarded people to get someone to buy his Texas ranch, that would be different. Hashtag Trump impeachment. Guess what? If he'd waterboarded people
1: to protect his real estate, he still wouldn't have been impeached. (laughs) Because this country
0: didn't even do that. So like, again, you know, I don't like Donald Trump, but like, you're literally saying like, Hey, well, George W. Bush did something objectively worse than, than Donald Trump. But you know, if he had done it for the reasons that Donald Trump does financial things, like, man, that would have really been something like, what, what are you even saying? You're making up a hypothetical to justify fucking torture. Like, what are you doing?
1: Seriously? The the guy who wrote the fucking op-ed praising Hillary Clinton was convicted for the same shit That Trump does every day, and liberals don't have a problem with with fucking Ken Starr, the other Ken Starr, apparently, (laughs) (laughs) because he's a fucking right-winger who is boosting for Hillary Clinton, and that's their favorite thing, is right-wing Democrats, right? Liberals love right-wing Democrats. They fucking love George Bush and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama and Powell, Reagan. Colin Powell.
0: John McCain, any fucking psychopath savage who wants to murder as many people as possible, um, like Colin Powell, they look at as this amazing moderate Democrat, even though he fucking, you know, among other things, lied us into a war that killed over a million people. Helped Wait, cover up the My Lai massacre. A Republican. Colin Powell was a fucking Republican. I, know, I don't know where, but, but, but he endorsed he was a Democrat. He, but he endorsed Barack Obama, so he's, he's he's great now. He's a Democrat now, guys. Don't worry. But, that's so, imagine that's, wanting to claim that fucking as like a like a something to be proud of, rather than like, oh my god, what the fuck have we done to this party that somebody who fucking lied us into a murderous war and helped cover up My lie and fucking was involved in Iran Contra. Uh, it's now it's now fucking saying uh, that they endorsed our guy for president. Like you think that would be a fucking nightmare wake up call. But no.
1: So this uh, I got like three more sentences from yeah. this this article about Jamal Simons or Simmons. And I, I don't remember where I got this from, Um, but it was it was some prominent might have been the Hill might have been Politico. Mm hmm. Simons or Simmons joins Harris's team following a significant amount of turnover in the office, which we've covered quite a bit, <laughs> right? Uh, which reports have attributed to burnout, better opportunities, and concern about being permanently branded quote, "a Harris person." <laughs> you
0: know better opportunities than working on I mean, as a vice president of the united states
1: of the first black woman vice president's name on my resume
0: <laughs> imagine trying to actually pass that off legitimately it's like oh no we found a better opportunity than working for the second most powerful uh, person in the country look, and it's not it you working for the you president. know i just
1: i got caught up in the zeitgeist i don't know what i'm doing you know like i, I i'm sorry but it's 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 on my LinkedIn profile. I worked for Kamala Harris. <laughs> it's there for everyone to see. I don't know it's going to cost me a higher salary, but what can I do? Top officials on President Biden's team reportedly roll their eyes at Harris's team in private and want to see smoother, more effective leadership, Axios reported last week. Quote, If we mess this up, it's going to set women back when it comes to running for higher office for years to come. One Democratic operative close to Harris's office told Axios. (sighs) So, like, literally, Hillary Clinton can be the most toxic, unliked person and fail over and over and over, lose elections over and over and over. And everyone's just like, let's keep rooting for Kamala Harris is, you know, marginally (laughs) unliked, you know, Uh, just, just doesn't really have anything to do. But she's still in office. Right. Hillary clinton's not but they're like we can't we can't have any association with kamala harris <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: right hillary clinton so, though, has never won a fucking uh election that she wasn't absolutely handed on a silver platter by the democratic party of a deep blue state like she's what are you ne- talking about
1: she was first lady of the nation right that's i mean she got elected to be the first wife right, and then she was a elected as secretary President of harris.
0: state obviously and <laughs> Right. That's how no, you
1: become of, Secretary of State is the country elects you right, to that office? Right, of course. I,
0: of course. No, of, you don't know, know why she, you she don't know She's, she's been put into all these positions that she was appointed to. I mean, her you know, run in New York, she was appointed because number one, obviously the Clintons pumped millions of dollars into the New York State Democratic Party. They made sure that she won that primary, and then it's a formality at that point because they are not gonna lose. Right. Uh, an election as a democrat running for senator in new york it's just not well i mean it
1: makes sense that she would run for senator of new york being that she was uh first lady uh of the governorship of arkansas <laughs> right, right. Her, just another position right next, she was elected right next door to. right that's it's right. like fucking you go past new jersey and then there's arkansas that's right never choice. won an
0: election that she didn't have to cheat to get to the next level and the,
1: the hilarious right. thing too is yeah. just all the op-eds that have come out where people have complained that like Kamala Harris is a boring leader. If only somebody gave her a position to
0: lead. It's just like, they fucking gave her the vice presidency.
2: (laughs) What are you talking about?
0: Right, which she totally earned with her zero delegates gained during the primaries. Um, If only Hillary Clinton could be handed the election on a silver platter, then she could finally
1: show you how good she is at winning you over.
2: God, what?
0: Why won't you vote for her? What a nightmare we'd live in. It's, I mean, it's it's
1: just it's it's like literally, you have to go watch Hamilton. You have to. You have to love <laughs> Hamilton. Shut up, you're going. We're fucking no, you we're not gonna buy you the tickets. We're gonna charge you for the tickets still, but you're still required to go watch fucking Hamilton. That's literally how this? our insurance works in this
0: country. That's how works. It's like the you have fucking, to fucking insurance.
1: Did you see this shit last week? The what? January sixth. Oh, fucking l-
0: oh my God.
1: Nancy Pelosi brought the cast of Hamilton to the White House to sing a fucking thing about the January 6th insurrection.
0: Oh my God. And the funniest thing is they had a panel apparently on CNN like the day after w- with a bunch of like moderate, you know, like they love talking to moderate voters. It's like their favorite thing in the world. It's a bread and butter. Uh, and, and, oh, yeah. And like none of them, like half of them didn't even know what it's it, like. The question was like, well, what does January 6th mean to you? And like half of them didn't know what the interviewer was referring to like it's like what like what what was there something like was that a significant date like what's and the rest of them were like yeah little to no meaning whatsoever like because nobody gives a fuck about january 6th except for people in the fucking congress oh, and you know i mean cable
1: if i was there i would have been like that's fucked up I right no, of we were, course <laughs> we were recording live with um who did we have um
0: Do we have Ladonna on then? Or we had yeah, some-
1: yeah, 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 yeah. We had Ladonna on, and we started looking at like the some of the pictures. It was literally uh, happening as we, we were, were on out air. No fucking. It, like- even, it even even like live. We were like, wow, that's fucked up. Never seen that before. Anyway, moving on. <laughs>
2: right. right. <laughs> then was, we, went, we did was, the
0: next segment, basically.
1: Like the coolest thing that I saw out of that was the Capitol cop who was fucking macing a guy who jumped through a fucking window. But he's li- he's like no look macing him like he's looking the other direction oh, yeah, pretty while hard macing the guy in the face and I was like hey whatever that's still fucking pretty badass you know still a fuck the police but that's pretty fucking amazing <laughs> fucking macing a little fascist just
0: look like a cool action shot. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: and I was just like well, that's you know I'm sure they'll put a fence up now <laughs> right. and, and we'll never have to really worry about that happening again for another I don't know generation a hundred years whatever. And literally, it's Democrats like, oh, my God. This is fucking 9-1. 6th literally. every day. They, they say it's worse their than Our democracy is under threat. We have to protect the filibuster because of <laughs> January 6th.
0: <laughs> there have been multiple people who've compared it to 9-11 and say, said it was worse than 9-11. Yeah, Brooklyn Dad.
2: Remember yeah. the,
1: the fucking Brooklyn Dad guy? The guy who's apparently got Alzheimer's at the age of 40 or whatever the fuck is <laughs> wrong with his brain. Uh, who who said it's worse than nine eleven? And he's not alone. They've they've all been right. saying that shit. What was the, what was the fucking guy that said it was objectively worse because more people could have died? Do I don't
2: you remember, remember who, who tweeted who,
1: but, that shit. Out? Yes,
0: that was that was the funniest thing that? in the world. Yeah, yeah. I was right with Nate Silver tweeted the other day about how keeping kids locked down and doing remote learning is worse than uh, Iraq and Afghanistan because it affects more people in the long run than Iraq and Afghanistan. Because, you know, brown even, people aren't people to Nate Silver, obviously. It, but, like, <laughs> I, there's no, there's nothing to respond to that with, because there's no logical response other than choking him to death. Like, there's if you're in person and somebody <sighs> said that to you, you'd choke them to death. Like, that's how you would respond I would. to such a I stupid would, fucking statement.
1: I would... <laughs> Yeah, you know that scene in the movie Pie where the guy's going crazy, so he takes a, a fucking drill and literally drills a hole into his head? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what I, yeah. that's what I what would do if they hold of Nate silver
1: down and take a fucking what's, what's the, the kind of saw that you have? Not a table saw, but like a the saw. That, like a, what is it called? A bandsaw? The ones that, like, you, you still cut like along a flat surface, but like the saw has got a handle and it's a, still like a, Miter a round saw. blade.
0: Mitre saw. Yeah. I would just chop saw. They also call that. Take
1: the top of his skull off. If I've ever heard Nate Silver say that to me yeah. out loud, it's just insane. It's fucking insane. Yeah. That a, a thing that happened is worse than another thing that happened because of a thing that didn't happen. <laughs> but it could have is happened. That's what he's saying. January 6th, which did happen, is worse than 9 11, which did happen because of what could have happened
0: right but didn't but didn't (laughs) oh god it's terminal it's terminal the brain worms are terminal there's (laughs) it just reminds me of that really funny uh picture of like the doctor holding up the ct scan and there's a blue check mark on the inside of the brain and he just says it's terminal (laughs) and that's like every one of these people is fucking just oh god i can't i can't all right well i i think that wraps us up because we were talking a while but that's yeah it's just it's just these people are just beyond fucking redeeming like there's no redeeming qualities to any of them um and we're stuck being ruled by them forever yeah
1: yeah Uh, well i mean there is a a few glimmers of hope um i told you how we got mass swarmed on our facebook page by fucking maga trolls. yeah And one of them, he's been commenting frequently and I haven't blocked him yet or anything. Um, But he, he, you know, the, like the, the way that like leftists and the right hate Lori Lightfoot for totally different reasons. Right. Right. But like they're slowly realizing that we all hate her for different reasons, but they're like one of them tried to find common cause. And uh, this was this guy named uh, JL Bourne. Um, He's got a picture of a, machine gun he's holding in this picture and he was when i when i tweeted out or i not tweeted posted on facebook our facebook page that uh you know unions should be more powerful than the mayor he commented on that saying power comes from the barrel of a gun and the mayor controls those guns and i was like i, I agree with that right <laughs> and so i replied uh via the page we're all for arming the ctu they outnumber cpd by double And he replies, Chicago problems require Chicago solutions. I say go for it. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: we won over a right winger. (laughs) That's great. That's great. So you're bringing people together in the way that Democratic Parley only dreams of. He's like, if there's going
1: to be an insurrection, I'm going to go with the fucking teachers union taking out the police. (laughs)
0: Oh fuck. All right. Well, on that note, that's great. On that note, um, yeah, if you want to support the show, rate and view rate and review and subscribe wherever you get the podcast. Uh follow us on Facebook if you want to hear some of these riveting conversations and join in. Facebook.com slash move left idiots. Um get in before the comments close because we're swarmed by morons. Um uh where uh, Patreon.com slash move left. I am on Twitter at move underscore left. And I'm on Twitter as always at bike slutty. Yeah. We'll see you next week.